Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. I should know the studio by now. <laughs> we got Dan in here to christen it, and I'm still figuring out where all the stupid buttons are. Too yeah, busy well. shedding blood over there. Yeah. I'm uh, christening the studio with blood today. Great. Which is your favorite way to do something. <laughs> yeah. With blood every on the outside of your body. All gross. Yeah. I prefer it inside mine, but you're a, you're a, you're a thinker that way. I'm just doing it for Nathan. Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. Nathan's hardcore. Pretty metal. Dead kittens, it's Halloween season, you know. Doesn't that chair come up any day? No, it's like, it's. I'm low riding today. Low riding. Here. There's like a lever on it. It's broken. It's broken. I think it's called a lever. Yeah. You can yeah. use this one over here if you want. I I if you like that. it low. No, it's kind of goofy. <laughs> the second I fixed the wheel, the lever broke. <laughs> if you had cleavage, Doc would be all up on that chair. Oh, yeah. Well, you were, you were leaning over me a minute ago. <laughs> Ask Bebo how I knew. Yeah. Like, I'm wearing a modest shirt today. Yeah, well, I was going to point that out, too. It still looks good, though. Are those things getting bigger? <laughs> no. Because I thought I about hope, the- Hopefully the rest of me is getting smaller. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Because yeah. I noticed today, I, I thought, well, she's wearing a more modest shirt. Yeah. But they look bigger. Well, the Lord doesn't always like cleavage. The Lord likes you to <laughs> This is what I wore to church. Dole it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, choir well, boys not, love not you. It's not the Lord so much that doesn't like it. It's the, the other church ladies. <laughs> right. Yeah, they can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what their husbands are thinking yeah. about you. Can they, though? 
All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. (laughs) After a great American Beer Festival. And our guest today, who you all know as the Dan, won himself a medal at the Great American Beer Festival Uh, this year. Congrats. I talked to Dan about the JBF sometime, and he's a little indifferent about it. And so uh, we, we were on the phone this week talking about the show, and he goes, Oh, yeah, by the way, I won a medal to JBF. I don't know if you saw that. And I'm like, Dan. Yeah. I, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> you got a medal this year. You sent some beer in. We did. You don't always care about the competitions, though. I, I brew for myself. It's mm. just like the music, you know, I don't care about selling it or promoting it or anything like that. It's it's all about for the goodness and wellness of mankind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> As I try to get the brewery up to 250,000 barrels this year. <laughs> That's a lot of mankind. Buy my beer. Right. Yeah. Uh, and one of the beers, the beer that won is one of the beers we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. Style-wise, what was it? It was a Weizen Icebach, or it is a Weizen Icebach. Okay. Is that a, did you invent the Weizen Icebach? I thought I did, but I didn't. Okay. Yeah, uh, Schneider has done one. Mm. So there's two breweries in the world that have produced it. One in Germany. One okay. Here. What's awesome about that beer style is uh, a little while ago, we're going to talk about this stuff too, but Dan came out with the Imperial Pilsner. He's starting to do this uh, uh, Braumeister Select Series. And when he came out with that, I said, you know what Doc and I would really like if you ever did is an Icebach. Oh, yeah. And he's like, dude, it's already in the works. You were already planning an ice Two of them, so. actually. Oh, there's another there's, there's one? A, awesome. There's another one coming out, too, yeah. Okay. Next year, though. Beautiful. Yeah, Doc and I are big fans. I, um, You know, we talked to you about this last time you were on. We did a uh, decoction-mashed uh, Doppelbach at Doc's house. I did all the decoction. You know, it's not like your brewery, Dan, where you, <laughs> where you guys just sit in the control room pushing the decoction button ours goes to <laughs> 11 button. it goes to 11 <laughs> right i had to manhandle that mash all day long yeah. but anyhow doc ended up icing that one right yeah. wasn't that the beer you yeah. did and doing quite well in competition with that too i think so yeah, uh, it, it, yeah actually i won the club only competition i think with it for, nice. for the club it's nice so not only will the Dan be christening our studio tonight, but we're going to be learning a bit about Icebach and the, the ICE, uh, EIS process, uh, the history of it and things like that. And then we're going to talk about Doppelbach today, too, um, because that's another beer. That's your regular winter style, right? Indeed, our seasonal. It's a badass I like uh, it. Doppelbach. Yeah. So we're going to talk about techniques to get that good flavor and a, and a true traditional uh, German Doppelbach like Dan always likes to teach us. Um, doing that. And of course, um, we got Beer Jeopardy ready for today. Of course. Yeah. Have to have it. We got a full day. We do. We have tons of feedback, lots of stuff to do. Nice Twitter game happening. Yeah, why don't we it's do the, a good show? Why don't we announce the Twitter game right now while I look for the feedback? Well, you monkey around? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, as many of you probably don't know, uh, our own Terrence the Black is having another child. Yeah, they're he's they're him and his wife. They're gonna be like a baby factory. Those two. They already are. Yeah. I mean, Becca wants five. Five. Ugh. And she wants to have them all close together. So she's just going to be perpetually pregnant over the next just several years. Her ass. That is going to be an enormous vagina yeah. when she's done. <laughs> yeah, gonna be. I mean, come well, on. They're already dodging bullets. First of all, you've all seen Terrence. Right. You know what? He has to have the biggest penis you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, and now... That's supposed to be cable <laughs> radio. I'm oh, sorry, Dan. And now they're going to have five babies on top of that? No. Oh. On top of that wiener? God help us. God well, help anyway, her. Yeah. Well, I think much like we did with uh, Bevo's child, uh, we want the BN Army to come up with a name for Terrence's new child, which I think is a boy. Oh, we're going to name... It is a boy. It is a boy. We're going to name Terrence's baby. We're going to name Terrence's baby. And can I just say that how impressive it is that they know it's a boy already because she's only like 14 weeks pregnant. That kid <laughs> must have a giant dong also. 
<laughs> yeah, it's poking her in the kidney. <laughs> they already know. Yeah, that's great. They didn't. Even, they haven't even had the ultrasound yet. She, it's actually just sticking out of her belly. That's right. They're like, well, it can't be anything else. Uh, all right, so we have to name Terrence's unborn baby boy. That's right. Okay, uh, that's our Twitter game. You can Twitter us at uh, Brewing Network and uh, later in the show. And I think Terrence is going to come by also, and we will pick um, the baby's name. And maybe he'll listen to us. Maybe he won't. We don't know. I, I'm betting on Pod Thai as the name. <laughs> Perfect. That's a good start. <laughs> So, uh, there you go. We're going to be doing that. Uh, We'll do Beer Jeopardy a little bit later on. And uh, also, um, we are going to be doing a a short tribute to a fallen uh, Brewing Network uh, listener that we lost um, just recently. Uh, So, we'll be talking about our friend Meisterbrow a little later in the program, who, uh, if you're a longtime listener, you know exactly who we're talking about. Um, If you're you're new, you'll have to go back to the archives. But um, we'll talk about that a little later in the program and... Um, you know, just make sure we do a little tribute to that. A couple of updates. Uh, let's see. We got a whole bunch of stuff in the store now, right, JP? Bunch That's of new uh, merchandise uploaded in the store. That's right. We got our uh, drink beer uh, rock finger shirts are in there, and new hop grenade shirts, new BN Army shirts, uh, lunch meat shirts are in there, I believe. Lunch meat shirts are in there. Yeah. That's right. They're uh, on a black shirt this time. Right. So uh, they're a little classy. You can wear it out to dinner. Casual but nice. Um, don't be afraid. Like, oh, I don't know, this weird gray color. Can I really wear it to a bar mitzvah? Yes, you can. It's black. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's what we want to do for you guys. As always, our lunch meat shirts were the best sellers at the Great American Beer <laughs> Festival. A lot of creepy uh, beer drinkers go there and buy It's a puking unicorn with a rainbow, Dan. And uh, people like that kind of stuff. I don't know. As if you don't think he knows. <laughs> Dan's got three. Yeah. He's like, I know. Wearing mine under my polo right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are the, the new Bruce Strong uh, design is also in there. I don't know if you mentioned that or not. Um, oh yeah, we've redesigned the Bruce Strong shirts. So I, go I think and it check looks badass. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Also, you can shop. Uh, you can do all your Amazon shopping through the Brewing Network, and we get a little cut of that. You do all the same shopping you normally do, but just click the Amazon link right there on our homepage, and it helps us out. Uh, do we have an Amazon item of the week, Moscow? Yes, it is the Mooning Garden Gnome. Oh, somebody bought the Mooning Garden Gnome. Yeah, Ooh, one of our classy right. listeners. That, that black lunch meat shirt would be perfect for, for this guy, I think, because <laughs> right. it's all class. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just click the Amazon link right there on the homepage and buy your fleshlights, buy your Mooning Garden Gnomes, <laughs> whatever you buy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's like, uh, yeah, my neighbors can bug off. It's kind of like a general trend of people telling other people to bug off. Like, it used to be the customer's always right, and now you go into a business and it's like, hey, uh... We don't need you ordering from us. You see a lot of those kind of signs, you know, in local businesses. Yeah. Hey, bug off. Oh, I got a story about that. About bugging off? Because I'm still livid. I'm pissed. Uh... So we had our grand open, our open house yesterday, and we're trying to get the studio together. Moscow and his brother did a great job putting up a bunch of photographs. Yeah. You know, Mar- art, Moscow artwork. and Julite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Julite's brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted, I needed some signage. I needed a, a sign for our, our front door, you know, that you put on like a glass door. And I needed a sign to put out on the stand. So I go to the local downtown Martinez sign shop, Sign Solutions. I'm not afraid to say the name of that dickwad. <laughs> I go in there like a, a, a like two weeks ago before the Great American Beer Festivals. And I, I tell them, hey, you know, this zombie crawl thing is happening downtown. We're doing an open house. I need some things he said yeah you can bring that stuff in anytime it's no problem so i go in there this thursday uh with the artwork 
And I should have known. It's my fault. I'm pissed off at that idiot, but it's my fault. I should have known. They couldn't even open the file. It's a standard file. They couldn't. I had to teach them how to open it. I should have walked out right then and there. But yeah. they said, oh, no, we can do this for you. It's, it's like, I've been into the shop a couple of times, and the owner of the shop is always just sitting in the corner. And when you walk in, you, know, you, you normally you'd greet somebody. Well, you you'd know. say, hello, welcome to my shop, whatever. Yeah, that's what they aloha. do. Aloha. Yeah. A simple aloha would have been fine. He just <laughs> looks at you like you're an alien. You know, because well, I'm not a Martian. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not one of the homeless people pissing outside of his door. No, you're on the uh, edge of Mars. Yeah, that's a Martinez greeting. He just stares at you. Yeah, yeah, he stares at me. So I go. Uh, he's probably uh, thinking hello. Hello. He's yeah, trying he's trying to mind meld with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's probably said hello eight times. Yeah. I was the idiot not answering. Him. <laughs> so uh, I have this experience with him. I go in. Luckily, this time on on Thursday, his uh, uh, employee is there, and she's the one who's going to do the work. And she says, "We can do this window sign for you, no problem. I'll finish it today." If I don't finish it today, Russ there will finish it tomorrow. Great. What should I do? Just come back tomorrow? Yeah, just come back tomorrow. I go back. I come back on noon on Friday. I go in. Russ is sitting in the corner again. He's talking to somebody. They're just chatting it up. He looks at me like he's never seen me before. Like he has no idea who I am. I go, hi, I'm, I'm coming to pick up my sign. I'm with the Brewing Network. Oh, yeah. It's not ready yet. Should I come back later? Yes. How much later? No problem. <laughs> I had also mentioned a couple other signs. Can you do those for me today? Yes, I can. Should I email them to you? Yes, you should. <laughs> he doesn't. But he doesn't initiate anything. You have right. to. Great. I come back. I email him the stuff. At three goddamn thirty, he emails me back. I can't open the files. I explain to him how to open the files. At four o'clock, he emails me back. I can't print this. So I call him. It's four o'clock on Friday. Right. I need them. I call. And I said, just to clarify, you can't do the new signs that I sent you because that's no problem, or you can't do any of the signs that you said you're going to do. I can't do any of them. My employee's gone today, and I have to leave. <laughs> what? I, you told me you could do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I talked to you yesterday. I talked to your employee. She said she would do it, and that if she didn't do it, you would do it today. And at this point... He's now just stumbling over himself. I, 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 I can't. I can't. She's gone, and I, 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 I can't. He's like freaking out on the phone. I'm not even raising my voice like no. I am to you guys. I'm just being. I, I, You're being I, normal. I, 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 I can't. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> but you listen. It's four o'clock on Friday. All right. There's a yeah. hundred shops that do same day printing. I could have gone to any of them. If on Thursday night when your employee didn't finish it, your lazy douchebag ass could have called me and said it's not going to get done. And I could have gone to the goddamn Kinkos in the next town over. I'm sorry for trying to support local business, you fuck. So <laughs> why, why, why did he wait till 3.30 to start a job? Exactly. Because he was talking to somebody. It wasn't even on his radar. In his chair. I don't know. I don't think his radar pings anymore. Yeah. Just kind of How does anybody sleep. stay in business in this town? They don't. Because for one... <laughs> That's why it's like a shutter town. No, no, but, but they do. There's shops that have been here for years, yeah. and there's nobody that goes to them. No. And now I know why, because when you go... They, you're an alien, and they tell you you do it, and they don't care that they don't get it done. Next what is, time, has he just got a trust fund somewhere, and he likes yeah. to have a sign shop yeah. that he sits in? It's such a weird juxtaposition. Like, on the one hand, I'm motivated, and I'm going to own and run my own business. And on the other hand, right. I'm a lazy, I'm not doing anything. Which one well, is it? Next time, just wet yourself while you're standing there talking to him. 
<laughs> and he'll go, oh, Mr. Crosby. Fit right I, in. I didn't recognize you. Yeah. Yes, I will have your signs then. Why don't you come watch me do them right now just to make sure and oversee that I'm actually, you know, and then fart real loud and, and roll give that, you a discount. Roll All that right. shopping cart in with you when you go and see me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see how any of these places stay in business either, but they've been forever. I mean, most of these... Are antique shops? Yeah, they didn't start out that way. There, there's a few of them that, that <laughs> they're, just, they're just furniture. They're yeah. fresh antiques, though. <laughs> right. Our fresh. neighbor, our neighbor's like ninety percent of my business is on the internet, on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Attic, attic child or whatever the, the shop is, rad furniture, but nobody goes in there because nobody's even down here. Right. Did this whole conversation just usurp the time for Stump the Brewer? I just, I just wanted to know if, if I just lost out the sign portion. No, don't worry. Over, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. We're good on that. Oh, good. I got you. Well, we God. might run into the next show, but... <laughs> yeah, you might be here for another week. We'll have an understanding. And just a quick update. The Giants are up one to nothing. Nice. Yes! After an inning All and a right. half. So, Moscow, five minutes before the show starts, Dan goes... Um, my friend just told me he has second row seats at the Giants game right now. I'm gonna be. Le- I can't do the show. I'm leaving. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have blamed you. We I might have joined you. I actually told him I was like, if you can get me a ticket too, I'll blow all these guys off. Totally. Kate was the only one who stuck up for you. She was like, you really should probably try to bring Moscow too. He's a fan, you know. <laughs> I was like, Kate, shut up. I don't even care. We're Dan and I are just gonna leave. We're not gonna tell anybody. <laughs> what, when great. would you have told? I would have showed up here in around six o'clock. I'd have been like, "Well, no, you were already here. You would have been up here oh. waiting for the show to start, and Dan and I would have vanished." I that's didn't even know there's such a thing as row two. You know, that's <laughs> right. that's lower than I've ever seen on a ticket. Yeah, yeah, how do you get row two to the playoffs? You're actually the third base coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dan, I've got a coaching position for you. <laughs> Bruce Bocci is uh, he's a little sick today. Yeah, if you're the sports broadcaster for NBC, that's how you get it. Right. That's what I found out. So do you have to pay for your own beers at the game? Yes, I do. And I do it with pride. And And you don't bitch about the price? Not at all. I'm I'm all, you know, give me five of them. (laughs) At once. You're sort of double paying yourself at that point. I'm happy to. I'm just happy to be there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious, Dan. No, no one would have blamed you if you walked right out of here for that. I, no. Well, I, I'm a dedicated guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the colors today. You are. You got the hop grenade polo on and everything. The New York Giants are a good football team, so I wouldn't blame you at all. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, thank. keep us updated, both of you, please. I would like to know the score of this game. Yeah, because, they'll uh, fascinate us. You know, Dan, you, you could try for those tickets again tomorrow if we win tonight, you know, and you could bring us all with you. Yes. Or just me. I don't care about these guys. Okay. Uh, all right, what else? Uh, BN Store. Uh, uh, mobile app is in. Uh, you can listen through your phone uh, in the iTunes Store just by searching BN Mobile or in the Android Market by doing the same thing. Watch all of this live, justin.tv slash Brewing Network. You can see the new, more slender Dan Gordon on the uh, yeah. today. Dan's, Dan's been on a, some kind of workout or something. Cleanse, I don't know. I don't well, know. I just you... suck my cheeks in. <laughs> That's <laughs> your face. cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, get all this information and more on Twitter and send show ideas over to Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Everything goes over. Everything else goes over to JP. What goes to Justin? <clears throat> Nothing. Shit. Um, should we do feedback before we take do a break? It. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Take it. Feedback's brought to you today by Keystone Homebrew Supply. Go to keystonehomebrew.com. Check them out right now. They're a new uh, sponsor of ours, and you should uh, support them for supporting us. Um, Did I find the feedback? I hope so. Oh, I had at one point. There it is. Uh, All right. Dear podcasting geniuses in JP. What? Is this this week's? Should be. 
Let me make sure I did this right. Well, if you didn't, that means if you did, that means I didn't, and that's not. I don't. I'll hear it again. No, yeah, no can do on that one. I didn't do it right. Good. <laughs> Shit. I had it earlier. You sent it to me. I did. You want me to send it again? Yeah. Right. Here it is. Got it. Got it. And bye. Great. That was a fast resend. Hang in there, everybody. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> the reason people's apps cut out during the stream is because they put the screen to sleep. Doing that will give some apps not properly programmed about three to five minutes, and then the phone sees it as an energy waster and puts the app to sleep. Yeah. At least this is what seems to be the issue people are having. I guess, yeah, because people still write to us that the apps aren't working, but the apps are working perfectly. Um, however, um, the screen is allowed to go to sleep, I think, on our new app, at least on the uh, iTunes version. So maybe if the Android version doesn't support that, then that's your problem, not mm. mine. That's what I have to say about that. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good thing to say. <sighs> Here's a long but nice letter to us. I thought it was very nice. You can skip it if you want because <clears throat> there's a lot of feedback, but I figured I'd just put it in there. All right. This is an, it says it's an obligatory but sincere thank you letter to the BN. In the past couple of years, we experienced my mother, now 82, having a stroke. And then more recently, a surgery for another clot in her arm. Add to that, my father, who's now 85, gets diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Do you have to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's? In other words, isn't it apparent when you, your son walks in and he looks at you like Russ over at the sign shop? <laughs> and has no idea who you are? Oh, well. Uh, anyway, his father was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Uh, got to go through all kinds of hell. It's just been a couple of long years. He got to. And, um, yeah, uh, while trying not to let all the negativity affect my personal family life, um, especially because I have two little girls. Thankfully, I've got an awesome wife, two great kids, and good friends. My wife... It is long. Uh, my wife started me off with the lovely Mr. Beer Kit a couple Christmases ago. And last fall, I converted to uh, my rectangular cooler to a mash tun and have been brewing... Um, uh, did some good in competitions. Anyway, I listen to the podcast regularly. I'm also a contributor to the uh, BN Monthly Donations. The podcast always prove a great... JP, what are you doing to me? Uh, I th- thought there... it was a nice letter. I condensed it a lot, as a matter of fact. The dude wrote six paragraphs about his life, <laughs> and I chopped it to like four and a half or whatever. I thought it was a nice letter. Podcasts are great. Uh, shows information. Homebrew, good. Uh, anyway, thanks. Great. From uh, Jimlin in the forum. Awesome. All right, brother. I'm glad yeah. I, I spent 10 minutes on that email for you. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm glad it's gr- It's a nice email. All right. Whatever. I thought it was nice that, that we brought him from the brink of disaster and homebrewing brought him from the it, brink of it, disaster. Does it really say that, though? It yes. never really says that. It just says he likes beer now. It All doesn't right. really say that we brought him from anything. Well, so, I think you read into things, JP. Maybe. You're like, I don't know. I'm feeling down. Oh, this one must be nice. <laughs> You know? Yeah, well. All right, Spider Wrangler writes in, Justin, F you and your... <laughs> oh, we're back at it again. <laughs> uh, I'll just read it as it is, Dan. You're just going to have to bear with me. Justin, fuck you and your leaky dick. <laughs> it was uh, never a concern for me before, but after your recent stories, I'm super conscious about uh, making sure everything is out when I finish peeing. I had a dribble or two in the past week and thought, shit, now I just justin myself. <laughs> Keep it dry from Spider Wrangle. Keep I'll have you dry. know that the new taint push is working just fine, and yeah. I haven't dribbled myself uh, since I learned the technique. Well, your dry cleaner will thank you. <laughs> right. Isn't that, shouldn't that be, be like breathing, you know, where you don't focus on breathing? You shouldn't focus on making sure you've expelled 
you know, you've mixturated properly. Well, I never had to before yeah. I started dribbling no, down my leg. But yeah. I, I don't know. Spider Wrangler apparently now has to focus on his own <laughs> penis. Yeah, now that I've had the problem. Yeah. Glad I could help, Spider. Uh, Jeff writes in, um, I have to agree with the guy who wrote in last week. JP's negative attitude brings down the show. Well. He used to be very witty and enjoyable to listen to, but over the last year or so, he's become a bitter asshole. <laughs> become? Ah. I'm really tired of listening what? to him bash homebrew and homebrewers. <laughs> JP, if you don't like homebrew or homebrewers, get the F off the show, douchebag. Your entire audience and the target demographic of the show is homebrewers. Every time you say something negative about the topic, you're essentially saying F you to your listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Right. He thought it would be a revelation to you, JP. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. thought he was writing something that you'd never thought yeah. about before. I mean, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, McDowell and I were talking about it on the show. Yeah. About how he agreed with me. He thought 95% of homebrew sucks was a little too high, but he said, I think, 80 or 90. <laughs> right. No one gives him any shit. Yeah. All but- I have to do is just hand out pot cookies and people will love me. <laughs> that's all I need to do. They won't pay attention to what I have to say. They just want to befriend me for weed. Right. So that's what I'm going to start doing, Jeff. Well, there's you two dick. things. You have to keep your mouth shut. I can't do that. And hand out the pocket. I need to buy some weed. I can't do that. Well, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, but uh, your homebrew probably sucks. You're probably one of the 95%. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you tell that guy back who brought who uh, you brought back from the brink? Because of your participation on the show? Yeah. yeah. By I the should way, forward Jeff that other guy's yeah. email and go, fuck you, Jeff. You should send all the positive emails we get over to Jeff. <laughs> I think I will from now on. That's where all your positivity lies. All right. Uh, Dee's Maltz writes in. Uh, Dee's Maltz. <laughs> I've passed the BJCP online entrance exam and preparing for the tasting exam. Uh, the BJCP study guide outlines two methods of scoring. One is to take in your overall impression and get a score in your head um, for the beer, then allocate those points to each judging category. Two, score each category separately, then add it up for the overall score. I don't think this was ever really discussed on any of the BJCP shows, but what do JP and Nate think about the two methods of which, um, and, and which ones do they or anyone else um, present that does that the BJCP judges use? Write English. <laughs> Fuck. Write English good. Translating as I'm reading is, is becoming very difficult in my old age. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that overall impression score to be like derivative of the other numbers that you give. I mean, it's just that, an overall impression. You should write something that you couldn't write objectively about the beer, a question to the brewer, something interesting that you could say, a place to ask a question, that kind of thing, and then assign appropriate score for that. I don't think it has to be a special metric. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because uh, yeah, overall impression, I mean, when you fill out the sheet, you're not supposed to do make comments on recipes or do anything like that. You, you're writing down what you taste and what you're experiencing. And if it's if it if it's within the guidelines or not, like you could say, did you use oak in this beer? If you, you thought it wasn't appropriate for style or something yeah. like that, you could say, would you put your balls in the mash? And that why that's why it tastes weird. Or you <laughs> yeah, know, well, isn't, isn't he like getting that? more yeah. more so? Is which one do you guys use? Do you score on uh, up and then add it all up, or do you take a you know, taste a few times, smell it, and then in your head you already know what that number is? And then the break it down from there. <clears throat> the latter. For me, it depends on the beer. I, I honestly, I immediately know what the score is as soon as I smell it, and taste it, and then I start breaking it down. Yeah. At that oh. point. I like the random scoring technique. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't even taste it. <laughs> no. I believe that's what the, uh, you know, the 
the GAPF uses as a random uh, weighted random scoring technique. Right. Apparently, Dan just got his score sheets back. No, I, I would never know. But having been a judge at the GAPF, uh, yeah, I can say it is fairly random. Right. And if you win an award or a medal or whatever, it's pretty pretty nice. But uh, I did get to uh, when I was in grad school. Uh, I did a thesis work, and part of the the uh, Research was presenting the beers that were made with different yeast strains and having the DLG p- taste panel do it. And uh, technically, uh, they do it by category, each one. Effervescence, hop, bitterness, mm. you know, malt, aroma, and then uh, there was, what was the other guy? And there's a triple weight to th- three of the mo- main ones and then uh, a single value to the other. And it's a deductive process primarily. Okay. Where you go for the flaws and then, and then back it down. So you start with a top score, essentially, you top and, and you and start knocking away. Knocking them down, and then you add them up. It's really not a bad method. It's like worked for them method. for a long time. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just like uh, chitter-chatter in the room and just saying, oh, this is the good one. Right. That's what that's what happens at the when I was at the GABF a lot of times. A lot of well, also, a lot of non-silent, um, and it wasn't blind. They used to, well, I, it was blind. You didn't know what beer it was. Right. You were looking at the beer, which I didn't like. Oh, really? I liked. Uh, yeah. If you if you don't see the color, you can actually focus a lot more on the flavor. Well, that's an interesting point. Yeah, helps a lot. It seems like you know maybe the color should be the last thing to if it's for for the style. You should be able to do all the other things, and then you could look at the color because you, maybe you want to mark for that. This is one reason why in the BJCP world appearance is only a few points. I think three, a couple, okay, three, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Points. Yeah, because correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but when the when the judge at the GABF, you have a table that's doing a flight of beers, and the whole table has to agree on which beer to send forward. Uh, to the next round isn't isn't that right like hence this kind of open discussion that you're talking about in other words you don't all judge and score blindly and then they sort of tally up the scores and go this one won somebody has to you guys have to i think agree and then a beer gets moved on the well i i wasn't in we we judged so many beers there were a move there wasn't a second stage it was you, uh, you put the points through and, and if there was were that. some that were tied then you'd go back and you know if there was okay that. but we used to have a lot of them that um, they would say there was nothing worthy of a first for a gold. Uh, You'd have two silvers, things like that. We had only one, maybe quarter, two categories of that this year. Quarter, That's happened. Quarter category had yeah. that this yeah. year. No and everybody gold. always boos. Yep. Yeah, it's garbage. You know. Uh, we'll have to get a, a, a somebody who's, who judges every year. Sully always judges and yeah. asks how it's done now. Quick interjection. Once again, five to nothing giant. <sighs> Four wow. spot in the bottom of the second. Wow. Five nothing. So that means we can stop hearing about it for the rest of the show, right? No. Um, I was actually going to ask, game. since I'm on the air, do I have to pretend to care? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Little oohs and ahs, maybe. I'm going to have a hard time with we'll wonder that what one. you're doing in the booth, I'm going to have though. to turn my microphone off. Right. <laughs> Uh, she's married to a Dodgers fan, Dan. You'll have to forgive her. Ooh, I'm never, ever coming here again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's this one? Hey, guys, I decided to get drunk in email since our other interactions have all been drunken also. Um, ordering of shirts and glasses, etc., and apparently trying for drunk of the week as BJCP hero with my girlfriend. I'm sorry you only got pics of my tits. My girl really does have awesome tits, but you dicks have come uh, have to come get rocked on my homebrew to see them. Get rocked, bro! <laughs> How awesome. That Is that what happens when you go have a homebrew at his house? Apparently you get rocked. <laughs> And you get the sh- and he shows you his girlfriend's boobs. Oh, he shows you his collections of flat billed hats with the stickers on them. <laughs> <laughs> and you go off roading. It'll be great. Where does he live? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because Doc's yeah. in. Same. Doc's in, man. Well, that's true. <laughs> he says I make a mean one hundred percent Brett Rye IPA. Uh, I don't remember talking to you guys, but tell Moscow I actually can um, beat the rake 
at a 1-2 or 1-3 NL game here in Vegas. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, anyway, it's hard there's to do. a bunch of inside jokes here. But that's Grant, a- a.k.a. BJCP hero. One love, two donkey shows, he says. All right, there you go. Uh, from our drunk, rambling friend, Porter Smith. Yeah, remember Porter Smith? Who was just like the non-sequitur after non-sequitur. Okay. Yeah. Do we have another one of those here? Yeah. I've been gone for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like a week. <laughs> uh, I think I was supposed to say I was incarcerated. Don't worry, I didn't do it. My lawyer is really good. He's only 22 and already has a great job working at the courthouse. I'm sure he will get me off. That sounds funny. I'm trying to catch up on the shows right now. Did you get my last email? <laughs> I suggested you try to get Marlboro to advertise on the show. Win-win for all. The email was returned as unable to send. The sheriff's department has my Mac. I have to use the computers at the library. They suck and are really slow. Can I come out and see the new studios? Like a tour? That's it. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's like talking to Doc when he hasn't had his meds. <laughs> It's just so much information, it's got to come out real fast. Hi, Doc! Oh. Hi. Hi, Justin. Right in the middle of a conversation, just say hi, Doc, and it resets everything. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, and Bevo, Yeast has info out on their site uh, regarding Yeast 2124 Bohemian Lager uh, being used successfully in the fermentation of Calcommon-type beers. Have any of you, or Dan Gordon, since he's the master of all things German, used this yeast in any way other than the traditional lager fermentation? That's Andrew from Wisconsin. Any uh, experience with Y East 2124 Bohemian Lager? Only in making bow pills. Okay. <laughs> but I figure if that yeast is notorious for kicking out diacetyl, among other things. So uh, fermenting warm, it, it may even kick out more of it. So watch for that if you're going to experiment. But no, I haven't done it. Okay. And Doc, you Doc? pretty much only use White Labs. Yeah. And, so you yeah. haven't tried that one. And Dan, no experience with this either? We buy most of our yeast from buying stuff on yeast banks. So oh, yeah. I don't know the numbers by heart. Okay. I'm sure it's a derivative of there somewhere, but who knows which one. It came from someplace. Um, <laughs> well, either it did or it didn't. <laughs> All right, that's another long All right, I think we're done. Yeah? Uh, too yeah. many long ones? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We're, All right. we're done with feedback. All right, don't forget, feedback is brought to you today by Keystone Homebrew Supply, and uh, we thank them for sponsoring the program. Brand new sponsor. After that first section, I know they'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, why don't we do this? we got a lot to get to. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with the Dan. Uh, we're going to christen the studio a little bit later, but we're going to be talking about Icebach and uh, also about Doppelbach, plus um, the new Imperial Pilsner Brow. We'll, we'll taste some of that, too. So all that and more, 888 beer if you want to ask questions. Hang in there. It's the session. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, 
Beers, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrew chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. This is Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Blue Network. The session. Brewing up our next batch of radio gold. Right now. All 
right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. It's the return of the Dan here to Kristen's Studio Double D for us. You know, we went from Studio A to uh, what should have been Studio B, but we skipped right over to Studio D. And, uh, you know, now that Bevo has matured in um, her physical characteristics, as well as motherhood, uh, we thought we'd now skip over to Studio Double D here in the in the new studio, which is which is why Dan is here with us today. So thank you, Dan. I'm honored. <laughs> I, thought, I like Double D's. Welcome. There's there's been some debate as to what you know sticker to, if I could get one printed to put on the on the door uh, to represent Studio Double D. We could just have two D's. Or we could get more creative, and we're, there's still some debate about that. Creativity is always rewarded. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. What's this so. creativity? <laughs> Never mind, Bevo. We're speaking in code. Don't worry. You'll show up one day Earmuffs. and not be any more offended than you normally are. <laughs> I, I am on an everyday basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're already giving Howard Stern a run for his money, as far as I can tell. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, listen, he's going to retire evolved. soon. This is hap- I mean, this and, is a big uh, change. It, the problem is positive reinforcement, Dan. We've never lost a sponsor due to my vulgarity. Never. And the listenership just it's a keeps... short list, though. It is a very <laughs> short list. <laughs> yeah. It's a very short list. And this and the listenership keep, keeps growing. And so it's like, why stop the dick jokes? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's positive reinforcement. Not only don't stop, double down. <laughs> right. It's just like my procrastination. My procrastination pays off every time, too. At the GAB. <laughs> I got to interview uh, Frank Thomas, uh, the Big Hurt, right? Retired as an Oakland A, uh, one, oh, of the, yeah. one of the greatest hitters of all time. Absolutely. I prepared for five minutes, one of the best interviews I've ever done. And the, and the response afterward was like, man, you, you really know your baseball. The truth is, I'm a terrible baseball fan. I only know a little bit about the Giants, and I know shit about Frank Thomas. Uh, but I procrastinated. I crammed. Doc knows how to do this. He's a dentist. Uh, you procrastinate. <laughs> you cram. You pass. You win. And move and, on. And because my procrastination is always reinforced... I've never given it up. You should never over-prepare, Dustin. <laughs> hey, never. That's all this is telling you. I, I know for a De- fact that dentists are meticulous and planned at all times. So I, I don't buy the even right. r- ridiculous uh, comparison that you just uh, made you don't like, as yeah. having any kind of weight. Da- uh, Doc lets me have it because he feels like it, yeah. it It helps me out, too. You, you know, downside to procrastination? Yeah. You got no signs. <laughs> right. Excellent point. Yeah. Excellent but it point. always pays off, Doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but nothing. You know, we, we were no worse for the wear without the signs. If you if you wait just late enough and the person doesn't come through, you can blame it on them. Yeah, and and, yeah. and then we wouldn't have had that rant at the very beginning. See, right. how long have we Who been open? Won? That was gold. How long have we needed <laughs> signs to show where we are instead of a cardboard cutout? We haven't needed them. Well, you're right. Buddy. And and who won? We got a great rant out of it. <laughs> who won? The listeners. That's the Beer list. Radio won today. <laughs> That's right. Oh God. All right, Dan. Actually, somebody logged out of the chat room and complained about your ranting. Uh, fuck him. <laughs> Tell was, him never to lo- block his IP address. Yeah. He can it never listen again. Block it. You know? Disconnect. Yeah. No more guesses. Guess, we've, guesses. We, we've gone from being very open to criticism to fuck you, you're blocked if you say anything <laughs> bad about the show now. That's our new policy. Right, JP? I'm, I, um, yeah, but I like green, so it's fine. He wasn't paying attention at all. What? Whoops, that's the wrong Facebook. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I don't know, Dan. I'm just trying to do what I can. Help him out. What are we drinking first here? Well, I think we're going to do the IPB first. Let's find out what's new at uh, Gordon Beers, because I know about this whole Braumeister series, but you haven't been on the show to talk about it. Not yet. So what is the Braumeister series? Uh, Braumeister Select is basically one-time limited releases. Okay. So the plan is that we don't brew them ever again. 
So you got to get it now. And there's only oh. 3,500 cases of it. Every time you do one. Every time we do it. Maximum 3,500. And for the Vites and Icebox, less. It, uh, because we lose a lot of liquid. And oh, it's, right. And it's just the first word. So is, when, you, is, when you're coming, when you're doing an ice block, um, you can freeze out, you know, ten percent legally in the U.S. It's a, it's an absurd thing because of the ice beer revolution that that occurred, you know, by the great Molson and and Anheuser Busch and all these other, you know, wannabes. Oh, the ice, the you ice, ice C E, yeah, so the ice. So the TTB got involved and they said, well, you can only increase your alcohol by X number of percent. So that so we basically lied and said we were only freezing out, you know, half half a percent of the water. Oh, I see. But really, it's more. Than Who knows? That. Wait, wait a second, Dan. All the, now, all of those ice beers, which I only know about because it was before I was a craft beer guy. They were actually doing the ice box, pro- the really, icing I process. I really don't believe it. I don't no, believe I mean, it either. I don't believe it either. Ice but, filtered or cold filtered. Yeah, I always thought I it was were, bullshit. I figured they were just pumping in malt liquor in there or something. You know? uh, right. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I, I wasn't there to see it, so okay. I, I don't really know. But I, but it I still know, did cause a ruckus with the TTB. I'm sure they put it through a heat exchanger and they get some crystallization occurring. But I don't know if it is actually the water crystals removed, or the ice crystals removed, or not. Okay. But All in right. this case, yes. You know. Okay. Well, hang on. So you say how many cases of beer? Thirty five hundred. Yeah. What is that? Is of that the like IPB of the uh, Weizen ice block? There's fewer. Is that one batch for you guys, or do you brew more than one batch? Oh no, because that? this is all first work. So normally we have uh, three brews going into a tank. This one takes six because I we're see. only getting first work. Twenty four percent OG. Uh, also with the IPB, not just the no IPB is lower. I'm oh, okay. Lower. This has an original gravity. IPB is, is you know yeah yeah okay like around fifteen percent. So you just use the first runnings. First to... runnings only. Hang on, we're t- we, I, we got to no, start with IPB. We call that first work before we get to icebox because I want to really dive into the icebox. So I want to talk about all that first word stuff. But the first beer that you put out in the select was an Imperial Pilsner Brown. Right. Is that right? Exactly. And there's still only 3,500 cases of that as exactly. well. Okay. And why an Imperial uh, Pilsner Brown? Uh, it's something, you know, the craze for big beers, first of all, was going towards hops. I mean, everybody's hop, 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 hop. And there's, yeah. We had the stigma at Gordon Beers from the general brewing, brewing community that we were not throwing in the, the kitchen sink as far as hops go. Yeah. So I just wanted to go out there and say, hey, look, we can do it too. And okay. the way we're going to go about it is we're going to use the four best aroma hops you can get. We're not going to throw in any of the the grassy, grapefruity things that, that are done in North America. It's yeah. going to be you know a tribute to aroma hops, and uh, and I want to make it spell out. So it's 25% each of Hollertau, Tetanang, Spalt, and Zotz. Okay. And those are, those are big buck hops, too. Yeah. So you spent a lot of money on this. A lot beer. of money on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the packaging, which is bad. Because they have, they're only, you know, three and four percent alpha acid uh, concentration hops. I see. So when you get up to like, you know, 50 bitterness units, using a lot of them. Yeah. And we still adhere to the German purity law, which means there's no dry hopping. But from our perspective, that is not a limitation whatsoever because you can get all the character that you want out of the whirlpool. Okay. Just by adding more as hops. As God there. intended. <laughs> as, the, as God, who is German, intended. intended. Yeah. Are there any cautions to using uh, low alpha acid hops to get such a high IBU? Not trying to, you know, grassiness or and in the vegetal. That, that's that's really at the time that you're dosing them is the biggest deal. Okay, by far. And I don't think you get any of that. No, I, I'm not. It's all, it's all pinpoint fine bitterness that you get. That's that's a telltale sign of uh, of aroma hops, really. So you think by adding most of it into the whirlpool is where you're avoiding some of the vegetal flavor? Well, twenty five percent of it. It's a, it's twenty five thirty percent. Okay. In the whirlpool. It's not 
you know, compared to when you hear these guys doing uh, one to two pounds per barrel of dry hopping for these these ridiculous IPAs, and by ridiculous I mean ones that are so overpowering, yeah, that you don't even know there's any malt in it. Kind of like Hippotamus Maximus, if you will. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just like that. Which you can find on our YouTube page right now if you want to learn more about Hippotamus Maximus. In the history of hops category. Yeah, exactly. So I'll tell you what I like about you producing this beer is, you know, so you started doing the show back in our first year. So you've been with us for a long time, and um, uh, we became friends pretty quickly. And, and I had heard, oh, as the as the years have gone by, the people talking about Gordon Biersch, like you just mentioned, kind of saying, well, no, I, I like Gordon Biersch, but... You know, they don't do any of these, uh, these other, these incredibly hoppy things, this other thing, this other thing. And, and for a long time, you were like, well, yeah, you're right, because we're, we're brewing German beer and that's what we do. And I always have a philosophy of balance. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that I was, you know, weaned on as far as my German brewing, uh, education goes. It was, it's not, not just trying to set records, but it's trying to, to make something that tastes delicious and has balance to it at all times. Right. So I, I don't want to have a habanero pepper with, you know, a thousand mercaptals or whatever that is that, that sears your, your tongue to the point that you can't taste the difference. <laughs> Ever that's not, again. Yeah, that's Ever, not, that's yeah. just not what I do. You know, I, I do my genre and I do it well. That's that's what I want to stick to. But I think the, the IPB that we made has a lot of balance to it still. Yeah. I, I think it's a great beer. It's, 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 it's pretty hoppy. Yeah, for especially for a Gordon Beer's beer, yeah. but uh, it's it's clean and it's still in the balance. It's yeah, not and and you said that pinpoint, yeah, kind of. It's still focused. You have this yeah. kind of streamlined frequency of of hop character that's very focused. Is the way I like it. And what I what I get on a lot of uh, beers that are in the super hoppy car- uh, category is there's a lot of spray, meaning you have this. Every frequency of flavor is covered to the nth degree. It all goes. To, if you're having your mixer board there, you slide them all the way up to ten across the board. Yeah, and 11. you equalize everything at a hundred percent. And every then it's frequency. muddled as there hell. There you go. Yeah, it's a rock metal, heavy metal acid rock concert. It's every album Nathan ever recorded. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and probably a bunch of the beers that I brewed too. Actually, but right. this yeah. is an excellent beer, though. And I, one thing I wanted to ask you about is the which. Oh, you're in the Vice and Ice Box now. No, no, no. no, 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 no. The IPB still IPB. Uh, okay. Oh, just pour the vice and ice Just box. for myself. <laughs> Moscow knows yeah. his priority. Scott's real good at that. Which of the four noble hops went in the whirlpool, or was it all three? All of them. All yeah, of we, them. We just we didn't leave anybody out of anything. Fantastic. Yeah, that's a really great beer. The malts used are also Vireman in this yeah. beer. Got yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're the largest consumer of Vireman malt in the U.S. Ah, has a great Pilsner malt yeah. character. Yeah, Simeon Vireman. Well, actually, that's Central Can- Canadian. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, the 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 Pilsner malt we use. Uh, the carapils that's in there is is uh, Vireman. I think that a focused hop flavor is the correct, as Dan has said, is really Absolutely. the correct description of this because yeah. it is hoppy, um, but it's a it's a narrow field of hops. It's very you just kind of taste the noble hops in there. Yeah, and then then the malt comes through after that, it's, it's, keeping and, and, it from being bitter. Yeah, it's just you, you, it, that bitterness just doesn't lay there on your. But there's tongue. a focused bitterness like a good Northern German pills, you know, like really nice, yeah. clean. It's excellent. What keeps this from being called a Bach? Uh, it doesn't quite go up to the 16% original gravity. Okay. Yeah. I see. So and, a Bach is really an alcohol content thing at that well, point. Well, in Germany, everything's by original gravity. I see. That's how it's measured. They don't care about the alcohol. So if you were able to squeeze, you know, uh, zero, if you had zero residual sugar in this one, you're able to get it up to 7% alcohol. They wouldn't care. It still wouldn't be called it a still Bach. Wouldn't I see. This is called a Lucan beer because it falls in between, actually. Uh it doesn't exist in the German specifications. 
D- does the uh, Lucan beer have a translation? It uh, falls in the in in the hole. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. Okay, falls falls through the cracks. Could you shorten it up what? to lick in the hole? Yeah, lick in the hole. <laughs> double, from the studio Double D, lick in the hole. <laughs> right presents now. I know that you have some favorite beers that you produced there at Gordon Beerish. They're ones, you know, that you and I will have together and you go, oh, I still love that beer. Yeah. Where does this beer fall in your list of favorites? It's it's in the, you know, top eight. Okay. We <laughs> 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 brewed eight. You know, it's in my top eight. Because you don't always like a, a higher alcohol beer, in my experience, if, in drinking uh, with you. So. I drink a lot of Blonde Bach in my yeah. Bach. Yeah. yeah I, I drink everything. Um, I think by definition, I'd say I'm, I'm a, yeah, okay. I drink it all. Okay. So this one, <clears throat> you, you're... Each time of the day has a special. You know, you got your breakfast beer. That's <laughs> right. the Hefeweizen. Right. And and I and the last beer I think is perfect for dessert too. The Vitsen Ice Box. Oh yeah. yeah it's it's kind of the, I, d- dessert after breakfast or dessert after Well, dinner? I'm just talking the beginning of the morning yeah. and going to the very end of the night. Okay. Dessert after dessert. Yeah. You don't want to get in your car uh and and drive a lot after the Vitsen Ice Just Box. a little. Just a little. Yeah, 25 <laughs> miles max yeah. down the driveway and then shut it off. It's cool. Does your yield go down quite a bit on this beer because of the amount of hops that have to go in or your your No, the, not in this one. Okay. I mean the the yield was Fights and Icebox. Those are okay. Those are low because of the freezing. Those are extraordinarily expensive to make. Okay, but it's yeah. not so much hop matter in this beer that you're taking up volume in the. No. Okay, so that works fine. And this packaging, which is a, a swing top, but also has uh, it, it, you don't purchase it sealed as a swing top. It's it has a bottle cap. Actually, the the IPB had the the swing top on it. Ah. And with a little safety label and all that, the tamper-proof evident thing. I see. And then there's one supermarket that called us up and said, hey, we, we weren't, weren't going to carry the, the these beers if you can't get it a half inch shorter. So the second ah, run, we have I the Weizen Icebach and the Zwickelbach, which is in uh, unfiltered. Uh, Zwickel means out of the, from the faucet directly from the tank. Yep. And that we're doing a couple beers that way, too. Okay. But the uh, so those have a crown. They now. have a crown and the swing top, and okay. we will have actually new bottles being produced uh, with a custom mold, so that we can go back to the I see. swing top being in place as God intended. <laughs> well, as a home brewer, first of all, I like that there's swing top because we get to reuse the bottle. Every home brewer in the country buyer. should be buying this this yeah. beer just for the sake of the bottle and using it up. Yeah. But I liked seeing on the shelf that it had the crown too because it lets me know, oh, I can throw a crown on this because a lot mm-hmm. of it, like the Grosch style swing top, have no crown lip. You can't yeah. put a you can't put a crown. Why cap do you want on a there. crown? On? Uh, you just seal it in there, real, real just, good, you know. But this thing and because I can seal it, yes. Damn it, it, it all works. Is that? It, does the rubber seal on a Grosch, uh, Grosch bottle in your research in the in your lab there? Yeah. seal it enough to keep oxygen if, if you, out. Yeah, if you put it on correctly, it does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, so it, you it, have no worries about that. None. Okay. Well, the, right. the 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 crown cap is good for for when the seal breaks down. You don't have any backups. Something like that. Emergency. There you go. Throw a crown on. I got lots mm-hmm. of backups. Mm-hmm. So if someone mm-hmm. needs, saved you. Thank someone you. needs seals. I, I'll give them to them. You know. I need ten thousand. <laughs> I got them for you in the car. Done. <laughs> Do you have to order these bottles from Germany? Uh, yeah, these actually came from Germany. Okay. The future ones may not be coming from Germany. I see. Custom molds are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. We've had brewers come in. Uh, I th- in fact, only one other brewers come in and talk about custom molds and. Uh, they they had to pair up with like three other breweries just to get them done because yeah. it oh, really? can, can yeah, be quite it, expensive. It, it, it eats up a lot of money. Yeah, okay. But it is a normal expense. This is a really old heritage bottle too. It's uh, I think we're the only ones in the country that have this bottle. It's nice. Yeah. 
All right, it's let's really talk about the stuff. Let's talk about the ice because that was the second in the Braumeister. Yeah, it was. And yours is a Weizen ice box. Weizen ice box. Well, can Which I shoot my horn one more time on this? Yeah, uh, because you know I am fairly low key when it comes to <laughs> to saying what the reviews are on the beers. Oh yeah, that. yeah. So we uh, we actually got Modern Brewery Age, which has an exceptional uh, Peter Reed and his uh, taste panel. They're they're kind of the pros from Dover. Gave us uh, five out of five. five for your beer, packaging? Five, no. On, oh, for the beer. the beer itself, yeah. <laughs> Which beer? The, the I- Bites and Icebox. Oh, really? Yeah. That's they, fantastic. They have, no, no, sorry, the IPB. The IPB, the okay. IPB. That's what I thought. Because yeah. there's a Vites and Icebox on my desk, but you're talking about the IPB. The IPB, yeah. yeah. We haven't... Uh, oh, is that what... Uh, yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Confusing so, matters. And then uh, Fox News put it as... Uh, which uses Gayot. Uh, Bob Barnes is the reviewing panel there. Uh, top 10 craft beers in the country. Wow. Yeah. For the IPB, so I, I like love that. It. And it's still on the shelf now, right? Yeah, we're, we're just transitioning. Okay, got it. So you can still get the IPB if you haven't had it yet. At our open house yesterday, right. when people were coming in and knowing that Dan was going to be on the show today, the only beer I got asked about was the IPB. They, people are, are, were talking about it. A lot of homebrewers uh, really enjoying the beer. It just so. shows about the intelligence level of the, of the fan base that you have <laughs> That's right. at the Brewing That's Network. That's right. See? We insult them, but Dan, uh, he knows. Well, he does know. But he'll never get a shitty email about it. <laughs> Only I will. Right. You let Dan talk down to me. Um, are we off air right now? I think uh, the chat room kind of failed. I guess video's failing. Um, I'm getting dropped all the time here. so It's okay. We have beer. We are on air. Are okay. you streaming something through your computer that you should not be? Um, just, I'm just, just the baseball game, but I'm not streaming it. I'm just watching a, a thing that updates once every 60 seconds. Audio seems to be up. Okay, great. Video should be up. Mm, well, it's not. All right. At the I'll, break, I'll, I'll, fuck with it. I'll run right a now. test, but everything looks fine on my end. Cool. Just checking. Seems to be your problem. It usually is my <laughs> problem. It's probably One more problem. Talk. Speaking yep. of problems, just real quick. By the way, it's yeah. not Meister Brow who's dead. Yes. It's Meister of Puppets. Well, we don't, we I, have, I announced the wrong listener as dead earlier. We are unconfirmed that Meister Brow might... He might be dead. As, we don't know. We don't know this. I could yeah. have been breaking the news to everybody <laughs> as we spoke. Don't ever correct me. He of, will die. Meister of Puppets. All right. Let, let's talk Icebox. Uh, because this is a unique beer style. And even more... Uh, made more unique, I think, the, the, the fact that yours is a Weizen Icebox. Yeah. Uh, describe what a Weizen Eisbach is, if well, you had to. Weizen is from malted wheat. Eisbach means it's a beer, a Bach beer, or a double Bach style. Um, it's the upper re- level of, of the original gravity of a double Bach. I don't think there are very many okay. double Bachs that use just the first wort at you know twenty three and a half to twenty four percent. It's uh, the history behind it is that the and the Kulmbach brown eye uh, and an intern left the keg outside. During the wintertime, it froze half the water out. What They tapped it. They loved it. And then they all got drunk. Got and then it. they measured the alcohol content or uh, just used their little guinea pig to see if he could stumble still and figured out that not only was it delicious, but it you know was up there in the 10% alcohol range. I see. So that's the history of, of what happened. And, and Another it, uh, happy accident. It's like Lucite. You yeah. Know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and all of uh, brewing, it, not all of it, it, even how we cu- came up with beer was a happy accident. It really it? was. Sort of accidentally we, fermented. And- we had 4,000 years of accidents. Yeah. And then, then it was only in the last, like, you know, 150 years that we've had uh, science involved. I see. Okay. But, and then we had Flabigail. <laughs> right. That's Bevo's baby, by the way. Yeah. Really? Got it. Uh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> this is a great beer. Uh, and I don't taste... The high alcohol yeah. content, and that, is that because of the the yeast, the Weizen part of it? It's really misleading. Yeah, it's a big boy. Mm. 
That's the dangerous part. I w- we were we were surprised that you didn't get that alcohol. You were, yeah. Okay. Do you do you think that if you had used a clean yeast without all the esters of of a of a yeast like this, that no, you might have I, tasted I, the alcohol? I think this is just one of the fluke parts that that we lucked out on. I see. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with the recipe for this beer, knowing that you're going to freeze it? It it didn't really matter knowing what we were going to freeze it or not. We okay. just kind of dialed it in from the malt basics. You know the. It was going to have a tremendous amount of Munich, uh, uh, dark Munich uh, wheat malt. Okay. And that came from Sabina Byron, along with the caramel uh, malted wheat. That's critical. Um, it's it's basically what we use for Dunkelweizen, except it's, you know, three times stronger. I see. Yeah. it's it, it, There's no rocket science to it. If It just is going to have a completely different flavor profile when you have, have a, an original gravity that is that high. I see. <clears throat> what percentage of, of this wheat malt would you say oh, the is muni- in the-, the the dark uh, dark malted wheat was you know around thirty five percent okay and then we had uh, around four percent of the caramel uh, malted uh, wheat okay and then uh, of regular malted wheat light roasted malted wheat um, was you know close to like fifty percent and the remainder was malted barley so we had some of the enzyme activity I see and see the, I ask because this didn't is- go past one hundred percent did it <laughs> uh, no 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 no. Don't ask it. Yeah, no one will know here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I asked uh, how much of the wheat also because for homebrewers this is important, right? Because if we have a, over a certain percentage of wheat, it becomes very difficult for us to do a mash. Exactly. We don't have uh, rakes going through and things like that to keep it moving. It's hard for us so. to louder. It, it is? Oh, yeah. Because, okay. Because this is above the bar, above the rake. I mean, there's so much malt in there. I see. Uh, we're maxing out the brew cattle just to get, you know, that original gravity so high. So were you concerned about that going in on brew oh, day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sweating a little bit. You have a stuck louder? Absolutely. Yeah, that, in your case, that would be disastrous, wouldn't it? Oh, you don't want to get in a shovel into... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shovel out, you know, 5,000 kilograms of uh, malt oh. husks. Right. Yeah. Oh, we have man. techniques that we know how to do it. Like what? Uh, oh, well, to, to get it unstopped, we, we percolate from below shoot some water through the spray jets to get lift up the grain bed a little bit okay and then you, there's of course the washing machine technique which is pretty un- unique and that's when you uh, instead of a raking yeah you actually go into the grain out speed which is whipping around oh inside, right and that just keeps everything in suspension then we suck it down while that's happening yeah, yeah. and that, that's like the the worst thing you'd ever imagine okay <clears throat> that's when you get a, a delivery of malt that has such a high glucane level that uh, it's just not going to work. Okay. And you find out the hard way. But that didn't happen with this? No, no, batch. we were very okay. fortunate. Oh, yeah, well, that's good. It was good. surprising. Okay. And uh, what about the yeast? Is it a standard yeast? Yeah, this is, well, it's W68, which is the Von Stefan uh, Hefeweizen yeast strain. Okay. Same that you use yeah. in your Hefeweizen. Yeah, yeah, but whenever you do uh, a Hefeweizen uh, uh, yeast strain with dark roasted malts, uh, you have this nice balance that occurs. It becomes more harmonious. So you you don't get the pronounced citrus banana bubblegum clove as intensely as you would in uh, in like a, a standard Hefeweizen that's brewed with uh, just light malted wheat. I see. See, I prefer that because I'm not the, the biggest fan of the banana clove flavors. So yeah, well, this it, is a nice balancing for you. Yeah, if it's and it is more subdued. I do like it that way. Uh, at, at what point do you, do you just allow fermentation to happen like any other beer, and, you, and it has to finish before you do the icing process? Oh yeah, the, the icing is it actually way past fermentation. It that, is that doesn't okay. happen until the last two weeks. I and see. actually, in in our case, we crank the uh, refrigeration really low uh, that we have to drop the glycol temperature um, to you know about minus nine um, Celsius. 
because beer won't freeze at zero. You okay. Know, so you got to take it down to get <clears throat> contact areas. And then photo these big ribbons, uh, the glycol jackets of ice. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And But your system is able to do this under normal conditions, or you had to tweak it? No, no, we had to drop the temperature. But, I mean, it's it functions that way. It can do that by, in other words, you didn't have to put in a special... No, our, our burrito goes to 11. Minus <laughs> <laughs> 11. Yeah. Because I would have thought to get that volume of beer down below zero is an incredible amount of cooling power. It is. So... But this is standard on your glycol system that we goes to We got a lot 11. of refrigeration there. Yeah. So what are, you're lagering pretty close to zero anyway. Yeah. We're, we're or actually... Below, or a little below. No, our, our glycol temperature is already at like minus three, minus four. Okay. Now we're just taking another five degrees lower so we can actually freeze. And how long does it take you to get... Oh, we, we did a test. I mean, we could freeze it in you know two or three days. Yeah. The, wow. The quantity we want, yeah. I, I we, were, we were really concerned about shooting past the point. Yeah. Okay. I, I found that, you know, when I'm... Ice in a five-gallon keg. I've got a side-by-side refrigerator freezer, and I can get a whole five-gallon keg in there. It does take two, three days sometimes to get it down. You're thinking, you know, the next day you're going to come out to a solid block, and it just doesn't. Yeah, yeah we, we actually we took a keg. We do have a huge industrial freezer, a freezer room also, and and we did we froze a keg in like five hours. Yeah, you can't. Oh. It was surprising. Yeah, that is a gnarly freezer oh, yeah. you have. Yeah, it's a big one. That'd yeah. be good for my murders. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right, nothing. Right. Yeah. You're good. You're good. You said uh, the only you said watch, that. You on like the that scene in Goodfellas, <laughs> don't you? Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, JP, yeah. You, you actually said that out loud. <laughs> oh shit. I'm more of a Dexter fan. Is there any danger to your uh, fermenters freezing beer in them? No. No, it is because things expand when they freeze, don't they? Well, the tanks are filled with brim. Okay, so you have room for that. Yeah, there better be some headspace in those puppies. What about as a home brewer? You you can only freeze in a in a keg, right? You can't do your carboy. No, no, no. no that'd be no. a really bad idea. That'd be okay, bad, yeah. bad idea. So you, so you have to do it in your stainless keg. Bed. Would be the best yep. best method. And yeah. and what I do, I just shake it every day or so, and just you can tell how frozen it is. Yeah, you'll get point. slush. You're that yeah, slushy in, keg, in there. In a keg, yeah, you'll get slush. And so yeah, you can. You get a little more more slush each each time you kind of check it, and you kind of got to judge it after that. And then you really don't know how much you've done until you rack it off, and then you open the keg and look down, and then you can see how you know you got a quarter of it is ice yeah. crystals. Okay, and, and the slush is always rising to the top. So you essentially then the process is to is to freeze this over a couple of days. In your case, about. Maybe four to five in our it, case. It depends on uh, your freezer. Okay. And you do that, and then you remove the liquid from the bottom, and that's your ice box? Yeah. And you yeah. leave behind the ice crystals. Yeah. Yep. It's real easy in a, in a corny because it's a bottom draw. Got it. Uh, you just don't want to get it frozen solid. That's a bit much. And in your experience, Doc, if you're doing a five-gallon corny keg here, how much volume do you end up with if you do an ice box? Roughly. couple gallons, four and a half gallons? No, no. I've, I've got... If you half sometimes or maybe three quarters. Well, that's some strong stuff. Yeah, yeah. that is. You're <laughs> really freezing. It depends on where I started from. I've I've iced quite a few different ones, and uh, like if I'm using a, like the Doppelbach we did. Yeah. Uh, I only take about a quarter of it out. Uh, you know, as ice, so it's I, I'll get three quarters back. Okay. I don't, yeah. It's. Did you calculate what percentage you we, got? <clears throat> yeah, I mean we we did we are already at nine percent, so we're we're just removing you know another. Basically ten percent of the water. Okay, yeah. but, but I mean, it would be you got to give me a sample next time, and we'll run it through the okay. Anton Parr beer analyzer. And- oh yeah, 
I think we talked about I, that I wanting I, to do that. I think I have some still at home. Oh, yeah. So. we got to run it through it. Yeah, we'll run that through. Then what do you do with what's for us? We take the top off of our of our kegs and we could dump them out. What do you do with all these ice crystals left in your fermenter? You have to then warm it up and yeah, melt it's not, it. It's not very hard. And then you throw you don't it out need to warm it up. I mean, you just have water. <laughs> Jerk. But then you throw it out. You can't. There's nothing you could do with Who's that. Who's going to clean up that mess? Is that what you're thinking about, Justin? No, I'm thinking about is it edible when it's, it defrosts? It's ice. What it's, is it? It's like it's a wheat beer granita. Yeah. It's all it is. It's just water. It's one giant snow cone, man. But it's yeah. not. It's just water. It's not beer at all. It it's, tastes like watery beer. Yeah, okay. I mean, mostly it's, water. It's, but, it's flavored, but you it's know, Bud Light. The water freezes <laughs> before anything else in there does. Yeah. So that's why you can, that's it's separating out. Because I've seen it. It's not clear. It's you know. It's no, the it's color murky. of the. Yeah, it's, yeah. You have to pull some sort of proteins, maybe that get trapped in the ice, or at least esters or something. There's something something has to come yeah, there's, through. There's, yeah, there's but, see what I'm getting at. I see what you're. I, I speak, <sighs> Justin. Why can't you we're not s- concerned about those ice crystals? The ice that's left behind. It's going down the drain. Why can't so you sell them in the freezer section as we, popsicles we along with your garlic fries? We have to melt it out. Well, the, the, the tank drains two and a half inches. These blocks of ice are big. I think you're not thinking hard enough, Dan. I really am I, not. I think that I, I want, you know, next time I go, my me and Russell sh- from the sign shop are getting together on this one. <laughs> yeah, because I think and you're being lazy figure, like Russell. We're just going to stare at each other. I want Gordon Biersch ice popsicles yeah. next to my Gordon Biersch garlic fries. Got it. Are those still in the freezer section? No, they're not in the frozen food, but we are probably selling a ton at this Giants game. Yeah, you probably are. still at a five to nothing score. Oh, good. What inning is it? Uh, we're in the top of the fifth. Yeah. So in case you're sleeping during a baseball game, you need garlic fries. I'll keep you keep you awake. <laughs> Wake up everybody. I'll just make the commitment that since they're not in the frozen food section, I will come over to the home of every listener, of the Brewing <laughs> Network, and personally produce uh, you know family sized portions. That is a legal contract. That's a Perfect. verbal contract <laughs> in the state of California. And you bring some ice too. Yeah, <laughs> popsicles for the kitties. Dan, I'm supposed to tell you from one of our listeners that um, you're beautiful. <laughs> Uh, let Dan know that the Gordon Biersch at the airport in North Carolina Raleigh-Durham is, is top-notch. Really? It was a chance to try his beer, and it was outstanding. Really? I guess he'd never had your, your beer. That's Do great. Do you supply the beer for locations like that? Yes. Straight from the brewery here in San Jose. Right. And in fact, anytime it's on the shelf uh, in in whatever state, that's from your brewery here in San yeah. Jose. Any place other than a Gordon Beersbury restaurant is beer produced from our big bottling facility in San Jose. And do you ever supply the beer to the restaurants as well? Uh, sometimes for their openings. Okay. Yeah, you know, if they don't mm-hmm. have, and then if they wanted to, like the Imperial Pilsner that they wanted to have on tap there, I, I sent some kegs to them. Got it. Now, I know that that's not really your department anymore, but people were quite upset about the San Francisco Embarcadero location mm. going missing one day. Not as much like, as I was. I mean, <laughs> clearly, it's my baby. It, it is. That is That was your flagship? That there? was the third Gordon Birch, and yeah, it was uh, it was near and dear to me. And a great spot, and yeah. it seemed like one day too it was great there, of a spot, I and believe. one day it was gone, right? Yeah. Too, de- too great of a spot. That's the deal, right? It, yeah. It was just too... It got leased out by somebody else? I mean, the high-tech companies are willing to pay exorbitant rents, and a brewery restaurant can't afford it. So. Okay. I mean, I haven't gotten so many questions in a long time, and that thing disappeared, and I'm getting emails every day. I just fled. <laughs> You're like, I got out of town for two months. I said, no way, I, I can't handle this kind of pressure. Yeah. I mean, I thought San why did you close? What? Oh, I didn't do it. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the one in Oakland is still there. I always visit them on my way out. Oh, you out do? Of town. Oh, yeah. 
I don't even know the one in Oakland. There isn't one uh, in the Oakland Airport. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, in the Oakland Airport. airport. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yep. I thought, no, that's uh, a good one. Uh, True. You, grab your wallets, everybody. Oh, hey, Terrence. <laughs> What's happening, buddy? So Terrence was at our grand opening yesterday, and some lady grabbed his junk. Like all of his junk and really? his, his whole situation. She just grabbed a whole. He was drunk. Uh, really? Well, Terrence was he was looking handsome. He was in a suit and she just grabbed a hold. No, she actually asked if she could grab his ass. Oh, and then she took the liberty <laughs> of the rest. Well, did it all in, fit in one hand in her defense. Yeah, it's hard to miss it. <laughs> Terrence, did it all fit in one hand? Uh, she got most of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, the rumors are not true. <laughs> she had big hands. <laughs> It was right. cold. All right, it was cold. And she had big uh, hands. I saw her. <laughs> it, was a, it was a he. Uh, who ate all the pies in reference to uh, the icebox process? Says, I do it in uh, plastic bucket fermenters and then transfer to bottling buckets. Uh, he says, I can ferment 23 liters and ice in the plastic bucket down to an 18-liter keg. I've, I've seen people do that, and they use a like a colander or a strainer and scoop the ice out of it that way rather than rack it. Yeah, that's fine. If you, you know, those are home brewing things when you're going to inject carbon dioxide, right? You don't have yeah. a big colander at the brewery? I got a huge one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love right, going right to the- there with a little wooden paddle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love going to the brewery because I uh, I'm a little slow and I always forget. And I go, Dan, we need to shoot this part of the brewing process. And every time he looks at me like. Dude, you can't see anything in my brewery, man. Like there, you want to see the brewing process? Look at that tank right there. That's your yeah. brewing process yeah, happening see, right you now. See the pretty lights dancing. <laughs> there's no or jump yeah. in. You know, it's... Yeah, there's no guy with a paddle. There's no shovels. There's no any of that. I forget every time. We got Felix stuffing hops into uh, that's little true. Grundy. Felix is a badass. Also a star of the Gordon Beerish videos that you can find on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash brewing network, and you'll you'll see Felix there. He's our he's always the one doing the stunts. He's in both. Yeah, I believe. He's he in was both. in Hippotamus Maximus and Essence. I love Felix. Never get rid of Felix. I think he's a star in the He's making. a genius. Yeah. Well they might get rid of him if Google pays him more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen, if do you want a Felix story? If Univision had found Felix before us, he'd have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. He's a star. Yeah, yeah, I would love it. Right, here, here is a here is a good Felix story. We, his nickname is the Genius, and and it was acquired. <laughs> good nickname. Yeah, just, uh, it, it, the guy has two iPads. Okay, I mean he he is the Genius. Wow, you get so you pay pretty well. Over there. <laughs> Are you? Hiring? I don't know how he does it. I don't even right. have half yeah. an iPad. And so Felix is. Uh, we have Thierry, the French Foreign Legionnaire, okay. who escaped from whatever you know Algeria at some point in time to come to the United States, and he cries a lot. And uh, Felix, well. Thierry, no, Thierry, Thierry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, if you wanted me to do the whole uh, Vicky Boo on you, okay? I thought it was his nickname because he's always crying Kelsey about things. No, no, Thierry is, uh, is up uh, at the, we have the dust collector, right? And it has to, sometimes it overflows and we had a, a garbage can full of uh, of dust, from malt, malt dust. Okay. And Thierry goes, man, this, I can't, I can't move it. This, this, this thing of malt dust is too, too heavy. I can't get it over the, the curb. And uh, Felix, the genius... Goes over and shows him how you can take smaller portions of it, <laughs> bucket wise, yeah, to make it a little more movable. Felix, a genius, breaking it down to smaller, manageable portions, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. And Terry runs down to tell the operations manager that this guy is a genius. 
<laughs> for being able to figure that solve that problem. Right. So yes, Felix is is the genius. He is. Just add hot water and some yeast. Make some <laughs> make some creepy beer out of it. That's and, true. And a personality beyond belief, as you as you saw. I think he has and a great I think person. It, I think everyone will recognize it clearly when they watch. Yeah. Uh, both the Hippodamus Maximus and. Uh, Right, in essence, videos. and and he was able to perf- uh, perform under bilingual, uh, not bilingual conditions. We we had to instruct him of how to uh, act in the video, and and he couldn't speak English. No, uh, but the guy, he, the thing about Felix is, you might show up one day and he's mopping the floor. The next day, he's solving all of Gordon Biersch's problems. Uh, that's Felix the genius, massive engineering. <laughs> yeah, by uh, splitting the weight between my nine years of college were completely wasted. <laughs> Yeah, when he just showed up and learned it all in a year. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we're going to grab ourselves a couple more beers and some snacks. When we come back, I want to talk about the Doppelbach. Because it's one of my favorite Gordon Beer beers. I enjoy it a lot. The Winter the winner, yeah. winter Bach, is that what it's called? Winter Brow. Winter Brow. Uh, Something. Yeah. Who's this? See? Even right. I know. I've never been to the brewery, and I know. This is the JP show today. Yeah, well, He's you know, bailing me out of everything. I'm trying. Someone has to. All right. We'll be right back, and we'll talk Doppelbach. If you have questions, 888-401-BEER. Hit the chat button on the homepage. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Are you a hophead? Beer lovers of all stripes will love Brewers Publications' latest release, IPA, Brewing Techniques, Recipes, and the Evolution of India Pale Ale by Mitch Steele. I wanted to write a book that presented an accurate review of the history of IPA and also provided current technical brewing tips and recipe information. India Pale Ale is a style I love because it has a rich, fascinating history, and today it provides brewers a showcase for all the great new hop varieties that are available. I'm so proud of this book, and I know you'll enjoy all the recipes and thoughts from so many of the world's great IPA brewers. IPA is available now from Brewers Publications at brewerspublications.com and your favorite homebrew store. Order your copy today and take your hot forward beers to the next level. American Homebrewers Association and Brewers Association members receive early notice and special discounts to most Brewers Publication releases. Visit brewerspublications.com to learn more and to find a schedule of author appearances. IPA by Mitch Steele. Get yours today. into the city. It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge 
push to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> oh, oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... Hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but the cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer. (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session.
back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We got Dan Gordon in the studio talking to Gordon Biersch, and we just learned a little bit about Icebach. And now we're going to talk about Doppelbach, which is it's the winter Bach that you put out. That's your seasonal. Um, always a fantastic beer. You can still get it now, I think. In fact, I guess you're just oh, coming just out with coming it. Right? Out, yeah. It's just coming out now, yeah. Uh, there you go. And I just got some fresh stuff from the brewery last time I was there. So, uh, Moscow, pour some of that for us, too. This is a style that I've always really enjoyed among German beers. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of Pilsner. I love your, your Czech style pills. Uh, but of the other, of the German styles, the Doppelbach, I've just always found to be, uh, unique. It has, I think, all of the flavor that craft beer nerds are looking for. You know, they, they, they go, oh, I don't just want a Pilsner. I want something more. I think the Doppelbach has all that. Um, and it's one of the best examples to me of showcasing the malt in a clean lager beer. Is that the point of a Doppelbach? Yeah. I think, well, the, the original point was to get the monks drunk so that during Lent they didn't know what the hell was going on. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that was the... <laughs> right. That's how you keep them religious. The, the, in a nutshell, you know, encapsulating what the history behind that beer was, it was the the monastery breweries were the ones that came up with it, and they still carry on this tradition, you know, a thousand years later. It Was it to... Really, to keep them drunk, or did it did it carry more nutritional value during fasting? Oh yeah, and things it, was, like that? it was a combo. It was bread and, it fulfilled the bread and water requirement so all in was, one. Yeah, it's a complete and balanced diet if you're looking for that little <laughs> right niche there. Not to mention the added uh, fact of being quite happy yeah. after a and, pint. And going back, you know, a long time ago, all all beers all beers back then were dark. Oh, I see. They didn't really have the the Czechs were the ones that really, or the the Bohemians, I should say, were the ones that came up with. The Pilsner style of using a light roasted malt. So that was just by nature of the darker roasted yeah. malts. And they really probably, you know, they were tasting the wort and they didn't really know how thick everything was as far as original gravity went. And they just kind of ballparked it. And most of the beers were really strong back then. Were the mon- monks the, the maltsters as well? So they were roasting? Almost every brewery did its own malting. Okay. And, and going back to the old days. Would each brewery, do you think, have a different, uh, you know, malting process in terms of how much they roasted it how dark it became it was really inconsistent it was right yeah, yeah. okay that's why almost all the malts came out dark i see yeah <laughs> they were just were across the board no, they, yeah just, it was probably great for variety you could go from monastery <laughs> to monastery yeah. but but not so much for research or consistency uh well even in the in the states i think when all the german brewers came over here they were still using kind of it wasn't real pale and wasn't that the reason why budweiser kind of came out on top of the Lager brewers in America is because they were able to, um, they added rice. craft that process to uh, to make it to do a lighter roast. Lighter. No, they just they, they the light roast was already there. Oh, and really? They, yeah, they, it already evolved. They just wanted to mellow out the six row, yeah. and and make I it cheeper. That. Okay. I see. Shit. Yeah. One well, look. One out of eighty nine thousand. I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, JP. It, there are so many myths about the Budweiser uh, rule in America. Yeah. That that's, I think that there's it is actually hard to decipher. There's some good books out there about the process of how you know Budweiser became the king of beers. Yeah, and I read it so in like speak. two, but I, uh, I mean, it's you, yeah. like you said. If there's there's a bunch of stories, it just it doesn't matter what's real. What's what's true? It matters what it gets repeated the most often. Right, right. And in fact, even the rice part didn't come until later. I, I think most notoriously ended up being refrigeration. If you could talk about right. uh, uh, something that that Anheuser Busch did for beer in the United States, it would be to transport beer refrigerated 
Yeah. Um, uh, but any, any, everything else is, there's a whole uh, myriad of, of I think bullshit. we should just kiss yeah. and just get it out of the way. <laughs> myriad of bullshit. Because it's working up well, to that level. <laughs> I'm just defending you on that note. See, you defend the ones you love. <laughs> yeah, because that Budweiser Doppelbach is awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. See, and this is just another, it's a mm-hmm. great example of... Nice and toast, little toasty... Is it kind of funny, though, how them? after drinking the Vites and Icebach, that a double bock can actually seem light? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it is yeah. pretty pretty ironic. It's a session beer now. I've never sat down and drank this beer and go, oh my god, it's like you know drinking <laughs> drinking a Pilsner. It's really smooth. But, oh yeah, it's going on like water. It's almost less filling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it tastes great. Yeah, it is a great beer. How long have you been doing this beer at Gordon Beer's? Oh, 75, 80 years. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we ran it as our, you know, as a seasonal back in like 1989 or 90s, like your wow. two or three of Gordon Biersch. What does the malt bill look like on a good Doppelbach? You know, it's, it's, you know, filling it that louder tent up to the brim again. Really? That, that's a regulating factor about how much malt we can use. So it takes four brews to fill a tank. Okay, and, and we're using roughly forty five hundred kilograms. Are you using first runnings again? Or? No, this one we can actually, um, you know, capture and boil. Okay. Oh yeah, L- let's just return to that real quick because I didn't go back to that for the ice box. You only do, in other words, yeah, you, you fill up the mash tun, you take all the liquid out, and that's that. You don't fill it up again. There's no spar- no sparging. No sparging. Yeah, this one gets sparges. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, so, and you get. <clears throat> But it's only getting two sparches as opposed to on the doppelbock. Yeah, and uh, but your check mm-hmm. pills, for example, would get three. three. Okay, all right. And uh, as far as uh, percent boil off, are you are you boiling off more with this one to concentrate it more? No, no. Actually, all of our things we calculated out so that we boil off, and then uh, most breweries after they boil add water back. So the boiling is for the um, physical uh, chemical reactions the to occur. Caramelization. Yeah, that's why we're, why we're doing it to release. I summarize the hops. And and get the flavors out. That that's primarily what it's right. most almost all for the hops and then coagulating protein. And do you add water back to this one? Uh, no, there's no no way. We can, uh, yeah, no, I'm not on this. Oh, there's just too much liquid. No, we at we, the end. we we don't have that much room to play with. Got it. Just one charge of hops on this beer, or there are multiple stages. No, all of our beers get hops three different at least three times. Got it. Does this have less hops than a say a Czech Pills? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, twenty-seven per, uh, bitterness units. Okay, versus uh, the pills that's got thirty-two. Okay, a Hollertau, a Hollertown Tetnang, and Tetnang. Mm-hmm. We use a lot of a lot of Tetnang hops. That's a great hop. Yeah, it's it's great and and unreal as far as price goes. Yeah, I bet <laughs> using all uh, German noble hops, no yeah. U.S. versions of those right. hops. Got it. I don't know. I get some Centennial out of this. <laughs> Might be the Starburst I just had, but <laughs> that wine Starburst. <laughs> Maybe the little genius threw a little something in there. All right, <laughs> genius doesn't get up to the hop though, so we just keep one. I, I don't buy that. I think the genius is there after hours doing all sorts of things in that brewery. The Jizzle. He is a mean man with a pressure washer. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. Oh, he does a fine job. You do whirlpool hops in a beer like this? Yeah. You do that also. A nice. Bit. Really? Just a little bit. Okay. Just to make you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's fun to open up that Whirlpool man way. Yeah. <laughs> even, he doesn't even measure it. I'm just going to throw a bunch in there. It's fine. It's like a handful, you know, kind of like Beachwood chips. Just a little <laughs> right. right. These are Whirlpool aged Just so you can say it. It's it's weird because it's uh, it's still, it's a very balanced beer, but it's not something that you sit around talking about the hop characteristics of. You talk about that caramelization uh, 
of the malt, the melanoidin flavor. Yes. Um, those are the things that make a great Doppelbach. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that you have to be very good at how you use hops in order to make that happen. Do you see what I mean? In order to make them disappear is part of the magic of this beer. You know? Well, when you have a big body to it, uh, it, it automatically it's going to do that. For that. Yeah. But if you didn't do it right, it would be overly sweet, wouldn't it? Uh, that's primarily the mashing process. Okay. More so than anything. Which is you mean temperature wise? If you want to, if yeah, well, if you want to have a lot of residual sugar, you you regulate uh, the amount of free amino acids that are available for the yeast to stay alive. Okay. So once the yeast runs out of uh, FAN, there's fermentation doesn't occur. I see. That's a, it's kind of a self regulating and what chemical mechanism? What's your goal in this? Do you, uh, uh, the residual sugar we want. This one's like four point five. Okay. All right. So add backbone, but... Yeah, you want to have residual sugar in this kind of beer. Yeah. That's part of the body and flavor. Okay. It's important. So what's your uh, mash look like? Step? Uh, uh, it's, a de- it's a decoction. Yeah. Yeah. What, what it, it starts off, we, we mash in at about 45C. Okay. And then uh, it goes up to uh, 50, then uh, 60, then 68, 72, pull, it, uh, pull a third, boil it, mix it back in, pull a third, boil it, mix it back in. Twice. Yeah. Old school. Then it fi- finishes up, uh, then it's mashed out <coughs> at uh, 80 degrees C. So you, decoc- awesome. you do the decoctions up at the top of the... The top part, yeah. Yeah, because mo- yeah, most well, of the, the time they don't. They well, do the old school, the, the reason for decoction in the olden days was that was the only way they had for heating up each step of the mashing mm-hmm. process. And we're doing it for a different reason. We're doing it to uh, explode the crystallized malt structure. So we're doing it for flavor. We're not doing it as a heating mechanism because hmm. if you've been when you see our brewery, one of the neat things we have is extraordinary temperature control because we have an external calandria for heating the mash. Okay, so it circulates through and pumps through. I've seen one of those, before. And, and it actually can actually decoct when you set the temperature inside of that calandria. You can get it even above 100 degrees Celsius, so above boiling. Wow! Yeah, and then you get really good caramelization occurring. We can't do that. No, no. Doc, fix that, will you? <laughs> so, but you only pull it off twice and put it back yeah. in. Doc, how come I did it 150 times on our brew day? You no. made me pull it off a hundred times. No, I and didn't. Pull it off. I mean, just, you know, it stir- felt that way. No, because you were stirring for an hour. <laughs> stirring see. sucks, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's he's got this look on his face, like his arms are going to come off, and I just said, stir. But really, how many times did we pull some liquid off and we, put it back in? We did a double decoction. So we did so it just did like a classic that, too. one. Yeah, so we, we did. Actually, yeah. heated up to each of those major rests yep. okay. by boiling a portion of it and mixing it back in. All right. And that's the history behind decoction, because they didn't have thermostat controls. And it was did. all direct heated, direct heating, and the way uh, the mashing process evolved, it was, uh, classically, it was a triple decoction. That was how they did it. So they'd start off with, with some warm water, mix the, the ground up malt together, and then they pull a part of it, boil it, and then mix that back in, and that's how they got it to 50 degrees Celsius. I see. Then they pull another another section out and get it to 60. And by re-blending it with a boiling mash, that's how they got to the next step. I see. So it's, it was kind of like a graduated step infusion decoction thing. Okay. I like your way better. <laughs> well, I'm doing it. Yeah, you, know, you don't miss the rest temperatures. Yeah. A little less hassle. It yeah. was yeah. It was tricky to do. Uh, uh, now I I don't want to discourage people from trying it if you're an advanced home brewer because it produced an awesome beer and it was also fun. I like to bitch a lot about it, but it was really fun. But it was difficult to hit those temperatures, wasn't it? By you know throwing in back in and, and, and precise temperature ranges. No, it's because you were stirring wrong. 
But uh, no, it, it, how the it, fuck it, do you stir wrong? <laughs> I don't know, Doc. but you did. Great it. question, actually. And by the way, it, up and down Doc, instead of I know you want to you want to pretend that <laughs> it's, it's all dialed in, but it. it's an advanced technique to take out liquid you, and put it back in and hit your next well, step. You have to take out enough of it, and you take out too much, you're going to overshoot, and you don't take out enough because you're still it's boiling. It's only going to be one temperature. And it goes back in yeah. to the rest of it. So you you it does take a little bit of. Finesse. Trial and error, and getting this the, when the decoction's got to go back in. Yeah, and if you you can overshoot it pretty easy by taking out too much, boiling that, and put it back in. And did we raise temperatures each time in our double? Because we, we did. did. We did. Okay, so that that was the goal. Yes, was it to, was. Okay, got it. All right, but now I want to try it his way because it seems to be. I want one less thing to worry about, and I still get the caramelization that I'd like. Sure, and of course, Dan is a, has always been a proponent that. It's the only way to do a beer like this. That you're, we're not going to get these caramelization characteristics in the malt of this beer. Any, any we really don't, malty beer that we just won't get it. But when you pull off the decoct part, uh, do you? Is it liquid or liquid and grain? Oh no, it looks like mash. I mean, okay, it's yeah. like mash. It's both. Okay. Yeah. Well, well just, we have Justin stirring it the whole yeah, time, so that's yeah. pretty uniform. <laughs> right. Well, that's another thing you got to be. That's careful why I'm always about busy during the if week. You're, if you're direct firing it. It, you got to have somebody stirring it all the time, or it's going to burn. Yeah, yeah. Me and Felix—that's how we've become so tight. Because uh, he's like, "No, Justin, do it like this." Yeah, yeah. I've even Except tried. He the, says it in Spanish. I've even <laughs> tried the double boiler technique, and that's that just takes forever. But it, you don't burn it that way. Boiler? I don't even know what. What is the double boiler technique? Uh, a big kettle and a, a smaller kettle and a bigger kettle and a false bottom and then boiling water around it. It's for that making hollandaise sauce. Yes. <laughs> And melting chocolate. Melting chocolate. Yeah. Dan is so far removed from homebrewing that he's like, double boiler. What are you making? Hollandaise sauce? (laughs) (laughs) I'm making Doppelbach here. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So this beer, uh, volume-wise, you you have to max out your your mash tons, you said, right? Uh, Max out the louder ton. The the, mash ton can hold a lot more. Oh, is that right? You can go crazy on that. It's just your louder ton. Yeah. Uh, and then you transfer it to your fermentation vessels. But how many batches do you say you have to do? To four, f- four to do it. That's a to fill up a tank. It's a good full day of, of brewing to it's do a this. Full day. Do this batch of beer. How many? How many days would it take us to do four, Doc? To fill up? Uh, <laughs> if we had to do four batches just to fill up your fermenter, oh, we could do it in a weekend. Yeah, you know, with a bunch of beer and some strippers, a lot of beer. Yeah. We could probably beer do it in, <laughs> in one weekend. I, I, didn't, I remember the last thing I went to had cheerleaders, but I don't remember stripper. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, 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 we have to ease you in, Dan. Yeah. yeah, we do. We start you with cheerleaders, and next yeah. time you, there'll be strippers. I, I didn't realize that. Yeah. You, you just left before they turned into strippers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what about yeast on, on this beer? Uh, we do have yeast, yes. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our standard 3470. Okay. And uh, fermentation temperature? 9 degrees Celsius. It takes a couple days longer. Okay, and we're you, pitching higher. Okay, so we're we're not pitching it, you know, conventionally, because we have a yeast propagator that's spewing out, you know, one hundred percent living yeast cells that are in a uh, logarithmic growth phase. Uh, <coughs> so our our standard pitching rate would be around uh, eight million cells, and this one it's fifteen, just because it's so much bigger. And you're I always see. pitching from that, never cone right. to cone and things like that. No, no, Got we it. don't do cone to cone. Right, it's always from our propagator. And what is your original gravity on this beer? Uh, it's darn near eighteen percent. So it's a. Uh, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It a might double be, box has to be eighteen percent actually. 
It, oh, is that right? Yeah. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. 16, Anything below is a box? 16 to 18 to box, 18 to double. And and then does it go up to triple? Uh, no, the triple bullshit? is only uh that's a fictitious thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bach beers come from the bottom of the barrel. It's one of those things. I see. Yeah. <laughs> totally fictitious. <laughs> All right. I think it's weird that um, two of my favorite Gordon uh, beer sh- beers are on both sides of the, the spectrum. Because the other one I really like is your Fest beer, which is essentially your Kolsch, right? No. That's not your Fest beer. That's the Summerbrow. Summerbrow. That's my other one. Summerbrow, yeah. Kolsch, fantastic beer. And then Winterbach, fantastic beer. I like the two Gold medal the winner, by the way, at the Asian Beer Fest. Oh, which, right. Which one? The, the Summerbrow. Oh, yeah? The Kolsch, yes. Yeah, I like that one. I wish I was at that festival. You'd have gone to that stinky award tofu ceremony. and yeah, fermented uh, cucumbers, things like that. Since you can't go to all the festivals to accept awards and things, can I start going yes. and accepting on your behalf? Uh, I luckily had Tanner Davies there, um, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, someone they got, I got a text saying you won a medal. And I go, oh, that's neat. And you um, had no can idea. Can you go up there and get it for us? And they <laughs> right. said, I, oh, it's too late. This is one of the brewers from uh, Gordon Beer's Brewery Restaurant in Burbank. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Happened to be uh, there. They all love to go. I mean, it's like for the brewers, it's a vacation, but we don't have a lot of brewers at the big brewery. Right. So I don't let them out of the cage. I think Felix and I should go. Felix would be an ex- exemplary <laughs> person to have there. Yeah. At least he could probably remember the names of the beers. And uh, I can't do that. In but. a very unique dialect of Spanish. <laughs> yeah, he can say it in We're Spanish. not really sure what, what like, t- version of Spanish it is. Yeah. What, what's the cover charge at Stinky Tofu's? Is it like 20 bucks? <laughs> Stinky Tofu's a great place. Yeah. Uh, it's just one section of Taipei. Oh. And if yeah. your girlfriend comes, you get in free, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tuesdays are ladies' night. I, I went there with a couple of uh, Gordon Beer uh, Taiwan um, servers, bartenders. Yeah. Uh, actually, two bartenders. And uh, they're very cute, and they love of course they tofu. Are. Really? Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, real quick, if you're looking for a way to get your recipes in check and to make some of the beers that we're talking about tonight, you can use Beersmith Brewing Software. Go to Beersmith.com right now. You get a free 21-day trial of their software. It's pretty badass. But also, uh, they have a new mobile app right now. Uh, They just put out uh, Beersmith Lite. Uh, now, you can't adjust your recipes on Beersmith Light, but you can uh, find new recipes. So if you're just, you know, you're sitting on public transportation, you're looking to brew this weekend, you can look it up. Um, you can view the recipes that you already have. You can uh, time your brew day. So if you're using your laptop already to run uh, Beersmith, but you want to throw a timer on your phone, you can do it that way. There are a bunch of calculators. So maybe you're thinking about your recipe and you just want to do some quick calculations, get yeah. up to that 18 uh, Play-Doh real quick. You can do some uh, calculations. All that um, BS. There's also a mobile brewing references, um, which is a full. There, it actually includes a full style guide and ingredient referen- uh, reference, including hops, grains, extracts, yeast, um, also even water profiles. There's unit wow. converters. There's all kinds of stuff on Beersmith Light. So get your free 21 day trial of Beersmith Brewing software so that you can uh, finally listen to me and understand that it's pretty badass. And then um, go check out Beersmith Light on your phone so that you can do this stuff on the go. Check it out. All right. Uh, how about this? Let's take a break, and we should probably do some beer jeopardy. Yes, I we would also love have to. to christen the studio. I would love to and stump the brewer and, and stump the brewer kid. and name Terrence's baby. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to do and wow. do a tribute to uh, uh, not Meister Brow, but Meister, Meister of, of puppets. puppets and beer news and beer news, and we all have to make out later and, and Doc of the week, yeah, uh, and Doc of the week. All right, <laughs> we'll christen the studio when we come back and do beer jeopardy. Triple eight four zero one beer. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters 
Brewing Network. Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My daughter, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creatures and the asses. <laughs> yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power. Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman, with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to Enjoy a pint? Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. BN Army, HopTech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And HopTech not only carries Y-yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short-sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. White Labs, the leader in fresh liquid yeast, wants to hear from you. Announcing the White Labs Yeast Hotline. They invite your comments now. Call in and talk about your favorite yeast or your favorite beer to make with a White Labs vial. Call 347-MY-YEAST. Hi, I'm Nava Parker, Head of Laboratory Operations for White Labs. We make all kinds of yeast strains for craft brewers and home brewers. I want to know what your favorite White Labs yeast strain is and why you love it. White Labs brings your beer everything it needs for a perfect fermentation. Plus, check out whitelabs.com, the customer club, and now the White 
Insight Labs hotline, 347-MY-YEAST. That's 347-699-3278. 347-MY-YEAST. And accept the invitation to talk White Labs yeast with Nava Parker herself. Call in now and tell me about your favorite yeast. White Labs. It's all in the vial. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contract, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber special secret elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. It's 888-401-BEER. Christmas and I wanna buy my girlfriend a gift. Oh well, oh well, it's from the better I can tell, I can tell, I can tell. I guess I don't respond well to middle management. Most of them is violent, sort of bashes with the grudge against anyone like me who won't put up with an attitude. Monkey spinning pennies telling me what to do. I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes. I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes. I could understand a little better if you're up in Trump Tower, but you're turning into monsters for ten bucks an hour. You're cowards, like monkeys with whips. I make a buck less than you, and you want me to do backflips? Nah, you're mistaken. Gotta bring home the bacon, but it's not worth the shit that I'm taking. The smiles you're faking. I'm sure I have my price, but it's more than nine seventy-five. Oh, got tired. Every day was the same. On the until I got fired. The same, no more of the same thing. 
up some money, but I'm way too impatient. I know that a week in the ways within my reach. Cause Zanky's got a buddy, you can put me in a room on the beach. No fee, no fee. Just food and gasoline, gasoline, gasoline. Just gotta hop a couple hurdles that can make it hard. A small check, and sure register my car. I know I'll just put it on a credit card. Get a job, make minimum payments, still the two were start. I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes. I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes, I'm tired of working for assholes. Uh, freedom at last, I got a pack of cigarettes, a 12 pack of pants, and I'm set with the materials I need to forget. I told my girlfriend the news and she isn't even upset, she's the best, bless her little soul. When she gets home, dinner's ready and I'll pack her a bowl. I'll pack my lady a bowl. Hundred grain amber recipe, and I'm gonna eat it, and then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio, thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to the session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We're still hanging out with the Dan. We got a Chris in the studio tonight, yep. and uh, we got everybody in here to help us do that. We're all going to drink from the Stiefel, the official Gordon Beer Stiefel. Which is on the webcam now. If you want What's to that thing? Two liters, Dan? It's a two liter. I had two of them. Nice. I broke one at my house. Yeah, you did. You did? Well, that's what happens when you drink two liters of beer in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I drank the whole thing and I fell over. At the same time. <laughs> that's how Dan told me to do it. <laughs> I didn't tell you to do it by yourself. There are more where that came from. Beautiful. Is it a rookie move to call it Dot's Boot? Yes. yes it oh, is. yeah, because that's a boat. <laughs> but it's so fun to say. And but, a movie. But it's a boat. And a movie. It's just called a Stiefel, uh, if you were to do it in German, right? Der Stiefel. Yes. There's no... And what does that mean? You call German? it a boot sometimes if you're speaking just English to somebody. You say we should drink from boot. the boot. Yeah. And that's fine. But boot, if you, boat races. But too. there's no... The only German version is Stiefel. Stiefel. Yeah. Okay. It's a beautiful Stiefel. We've given them out before, uh, too. And today, for Beer Jeopardy, we will give out a Gordon Beersh prize pack. That's right. We've got some shirts uh, from the Dan uh, that you brought us the, the last time. Yeah. And uh, we also have a Dan Gordon tap handle yeah. to oh, give out. the Never Trust a Skinny Brewer one where he's like Am I allowed to give that out? Because I thought about keeping it for myself. But I already have a Pilsner one. Yeah, you can yeah. have anything you want, Justin. By definition, you get whatever you want. Love it. Because I have a Pilsner one, but we have a Meritzen one down there, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's got um, it's got Dan. Uh, it's an actual figurine, if well, you will. I will. Why, why don't we throw in a Gordon Mears clock also? Oh, and a clock. That? All right. Nice. All right. All right. So the the stakes are high for Beer Jeopardy tonight. Call right. us up right now. Triple eight four zero one Beer. We are going to need. Um, 
Look at that head. Is <laughs> two contestants. You, and um, and then Dan will play for a third contestant. Can uh, you throw in a Gordon Beers BMW? Uh, is there a Gordon Beers BMW available? <laughs> there are many of them. Choose the color. And yeah. just let me know. Call, just call it in. Yeah. Just call it in. Is it right. a rookie move to call it Das Beamer? <laughs> no, no, that's correct. That's good. That's actually correct. Yeah. What's the score, by the way? 5-1. Five, 5-1, one. Five, one, uh, yeah. What's the inning? We're in the uh, top of the seventh. Oh, We're God. in the top of the boring. Time for a stretch. No, this is nothing but excitement right now. It is? You oh. look real excited. I'm telling you, you don't it's understand playoff, what's happening man. right now. We've, 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 I don't. You're we're right. pulling it out and uh, bringing it to a final game right now. And we'll put it back in. No one wants <laughs> to see it. You realize, Dan, if we win tonight, I'm going to text you all day tomorrow until you find us tickets to this game. <laughs> Yes, it's gonna Okay. Rich Uncle Dan. <laughs> yeah, Rich exactly. Hey Dan, it's Justin again. Now I know your secret to success is only have friends that are more wealthy than you are. <laughs> Listen, that's all Sully, Doc, Dan. If there's one more there's actually only one more key to my secret to success. It's it? not just more wealthy, <laughs> yeah. but also smarter. Uh, don't ever hang out with people that are dumber than you. It's true. not a good idea. Uh, Except for on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that makes for good radio. No, he doesn't hang but out. But people that are smarter, <laughs> we're just not, yeah. smarter and richer. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the key to success. Not more self-loathing and fatter than you? Exactly. No. See, my, my folks did the opposite. Here's what my shrink says. There are two things that you get to learn from your parents. It's either what to do or what not to do. Oh. In my case, it was what not to do. Right. My folks like to hang out with a bunch of dumb, poor people. Right. <laughs> so and what out. are they now? Dead and poor. Well, Dead and right. poor. Wait, you did that for a while. Though. You're right. I did try that out. I thought. <laughs> I tested the waters. Yeah. Look, at, you don't always believe your And parents. you wound up with a German girlfriend. <laughs> That, that, that didn't go well. No. So, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. You, uh, you figured this out. I, I, it's yeah. only taken you seven years, I'm, Well, I'm pretty smart. And I didn't have to go to therapy for it. <laughs> We're a quarter inch away from actually hitting the two-liter mark. Stiefel's looking good. So also, uh, coming into the studio right now, just uh, while we're waiting for our callers and, and getting uh, Beer Jeopardy started, okay. uh, our good friend Leanne Peterson, who is the director of Downtown Martinez, just came into the studio. And I would like to say, and I think this is important because we're doing our, our official, we did our grand opening yesterday, and this is the christening of our studio. And uh, Leanne has no idea, I, I think, that she is enormously responsible for us being here. She's oh, been yeah. nothing but helpful to the Brewing Network. She's been a wonderful friend of... Uh, she's become a great friend of mine. She's been a, a wonderful friend of the Brewing Network. I, anytime I screw something up, Leanne's there to fix it. Uh, anytime I procrastinate too much, Leanne's there to help me out. Um, anytime uh, the city becomes a little even too retarded for my standards, yeah. Leanne is there to help direct me in the right direction. Well, is, she, is she one of these smart, rich people you're talking she, about? <laughs> be smart anyway yeah. yeah it sounds like uh, leanne is going to be the first uh, sip out of the boot and i think uh. i think that she should be because i do mean it uh, leanne from the bottom of my heart i want to thank you for all the help you've given us and we wouldn't be in this new studio without you and uh, i appreciate your friendship so um thank I'm you glad you're here uh, and well yeah. you get beer every now and then uh, <laughs> that's true so well if, considering uh, you know she's had 20 odd years with her retarded uh, husband so. beer pal yeah, yeah. This she is deserves beer pal's wife. a couple of good years and a round of applause yeah. I mean whoever puts up with the democrat <laughs> what so Leanne if you would help us christen the new studio by taking the first drink out of the stiefel okay welcome to Martinez thank you very much <laughs> she's welcome welcome to open your mouth don't get <laughs> <laughs> Just pour it back, get it all over your face. There's no way around it. It's going to happen. There we go. All right. 
There we go. Pass that around. Everyone's got to take a sip. And uh, thank you. Now, Leanne won't hang out in Martinez herself. She just shows up for business hours and gets the hell out of here. Uh, But I'm I'm realizing what a smart lady she is for doing that. I want it before Sammy and Terrence. (laughs) Why? All of a sudden, Sam and Terrence are the dirty ones in our group? How bad have we gotten? Justin, just two? Uh, Just two, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hold that over the board. I did. You know what, though? No, take a third caller, and but that third caller doesn't get to play. Okay, I don't know why my phone's ringing. So. No, I don't know either. The third caller, Dan, is going to play for the third caller. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to. He's two handing it. Spot for the third caller. No, no, you have to play. Yeah, oh, I do. Yeah, That's he's two. You're, you're two handing it, by the way. Yeah. What are you doing? You, you're taking one. Oh, lap. I'm not allowed to two hand. One no. hand only. You can't two hand DOS boot. Yeah, rookie. And, 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 <laughs> you noob. And by the way, for the instructional video, you also can go to the Gordon Biersch website where Molly will teach you the proper beer. Uh, really, Molly sounds hot. I'm going to look her. Is up. Molly hot? <laughs> Have a look, JP. Uh, Molly's a hot girl name for sure. Give us yeah. the rating. Licking the toes for Boten. <laughs> licking, kind of licking, licking the stiefel toes. Yeah, no. Tip down. Sam, do you remember the time? It's always tip down. You know that part. Generally, but you're well, you're trying to fool us all because I know you know well, what you're doing. I like it. I need to be retrained he's every time. To, he's trying to fool them so that some lame ass, by the time he gets to them, he's <laughs> <laughs> to tip up. Damn you. He gets the whole thing in their face. Yeah, and and I boot. know what's going on. Uh, damn you. Sam, you remember when your wife and I Brutology, beat the pants off of the Schumanns chugging the Stiefel last time the dam was on the show? Yeah. Uh, not the last time. Actually, that was, the, that was our last that was garage a, that was show in the garage, yeah. with Dan. Mm-hmm. And Bevo and I rocked that shit. Hell yes, we did. And then not only did we win, but the Schumanns went and puked. Both of them in the sink. Oh, yeah. They drank slower and Bitches. threw up in the sink. <laughs> and and Bevo right. was more hammered than I'd seen her Ever at that point. She did get hammered, and I think I might have been nominated for Drunk of the Week myself after that chugging of the Stiefel. I think Bebo won Drunk of the Week that week. Oh, she might have yeah. done so. Uh, yeah. Here, let me email it to you, because I can't play the video, because it'll come through the stream. Well, I think everyone should see it. Yeah, let me email it to Jay, and then he can play it, and that way... You sent me the link? Is yeah. she, so, so Molly's hot, then. Otherwise, you it, wouldn't be emailing it, it to me. Uh, oh. Her her image isn't on the thumbnail, but I can't play the, I can't play the video, because it's going to go through the stream. Dan, do you know Molly personally? Uh, I, we know Molly. Does she work for Gordon Bear? Or she well, just no, she's a trained professional stunt drinker. <laughs> do we like Molly? <laughs> we love Molly. She's we think, a very talented individual. Do we think she's attractive? I think uh, do we 100% think? of the male population will think Molly is attractive. All right. All right. That's good. Them, them's good odds. I have to install a plug-in to watch it. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen. Also, now because you said that, Dan, J- JP is going to be like, no, she's you can not play that it right through band. YouTube also. Go I'm to not into it. I'm not okay. <laughs> Unless she has tattoos or my phone number, I don't care. So is it youtube.com slash Gordon Beers? Probably. Let's try that. Or YouTube Brutology. This is how this is how pervy we are. We're, we'll hold up the whole show just to see what Molly looks like. Well, the site might crash because everybody else is doing the same. Well, we're judgmental we're, assholes. We're going to shut down the Harvard network again. <laughs> All right, now I have to Who's search uh, Brutology here. Did Terrence and Sam and uh, did uh, Flabigail get some? Here it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's hot. I can is tell she? already from the thumbnail here. Oh, yeah. There she is. Works. Oh, yeah. There's not going to be any sound, actually, on this one, but... Uh, you don't need sound. Oh, yeah, the, you don't need like sound for that. She thing. doesn't even need to talk. <laughs> I like the cold, dead eyes, too. Well, it's Dan and her... You got What are you, in a freezer or something? You got, We're in the cold you, room. You're in the cold room? Yeah, because your nips are showing. And you, <laughs> I, I love the shot of the... Dan doesn't have a padded bra on like Molly does. 
The training is going well. Oh, and she does the rotation of the boot properly. Yeah, there you go. How many takes did this... Uh, Look at her chug that. She's a one-take on. wonder. Is that right? I mean, she was prepared to do two or three. She was popular in college, <laughs> right. for sure. As soon as she got there. I oh, like my. Molly. Girls got skills. I noticed it cut right after that. Let's get Molly here. In the final shot, she, she, done does, one shot. she does look like she's holding down the beer a little bit. It's a little dribbled out. Yeah, a little bit. and she's just she's thinking about it. It's there. It might want to release. But the um, commentary that she does afterwards is pretty damn good. <laughs> now, you're, now you're playing with fire there, Justin. I'm just letting you know you're getting dangerously sh- close to bad form. Oh, Matt. Dan's got my back. He's my friend. Yeah. Didn't Dan's want to be on back. the mixing board. Go to youtube.com slash Gordon Beersham. When you get there, you can search Bootology and uh, you'll find uh, Molly and the How to Drink Out of a Stiefel video. Check it and, out. And yeah, you can also download the free Bootology application. Uh, oh, there's an actual app? Yeah, it's a virtual beer boot drinking game for your iPhone. Wow. Yeah. I didn't oh. know about all this Why stuff. Why are we not playing that now? <laughs> I know. We are, but we're in real life. Yeah. Uh, Every okay. time Doc grabs the boot, he grabs it with two hands, like the first time you give a child a cup and say both uh, hands. Two hands. No, no, it's the the soundboard. Well, I'm not going to be the one that drops. Also, it on you're the real soundboard. small. All right, Beaver. Oh no, no, you're a little guy. Beaver, help me out here because there's a. I have three different line ones. Uh, is it I'm Nico or too. Jim? Yeah, it just kept dropping. It's Nico. Can sponsors play? Uh, is it Nico no. Frisia? Uh, no, no. Sorry, I'm no. Nico Brew. It's Nico Brew for. Hey, Nico, what's play. happening, brother? What's up, dude? Uh, Just listen to the Dan show. Sure. Oh, it's actually Justin's. <laughs> it's the Dan show. I can't take credit. Now, uh, I guess Nico can play. Fuck it, right? Nico, are you going to accept uh, your prize pack or or give it to one of your uh, wonderful customers? What depends on what the prize pack is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll is tell you what. Like me, or is it shit from someone else? Spoken like a true poor person. <laughs> well, here's the outdated deal. signs from Russell's sign shop. I would prefer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leanne, Leanne, am I ever going to get my signs? Do you think? Do you think I should show up and ask Russell for my signs again? <laughs> He's probably listening. No comment. Somebody wrote in because I posted about it on Facebook in an angry state. Yeah, and somebody said you should go order a very expensive and large sign, and the sign should say. Sign solution sucks dicks. <laughs> and make them print it out. And I would pay for it. Oh, yeah. Because the joke would be worth it. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't even understand it. He wouldn't even get it. Uh, Nico, here's the deal. I would yeah. prefer that the prizes go to a listener. So I will allow you to play if you will donate okay. the Gordon Biersch gift pack to uh, one of your customers or a listener. Otherwise, I'd, I'd like a listener to play. What do you think? Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so what, what do you want to do? Um, I don't give a fuck. Do you, do you want to give it to one of your customers, or do you want to hang up and we'll take a listener? Uh, yeah, we'll give it to we'll give it to a customer. Okay, perfect. It's going to be some shirts and a Gordon Beers clock and some things like that. So it's just a cool Gordon Beers prize pack, and I think it should go to a listener. So, all right, Nico's in. Uh, we'll do that. Let me figure out how to do this again. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out we're getting to the point where in rules of bootology. Once you can lay the boot over on the two fingers, the next person has to drink it out. So All if of I, it. If I get it to the point where it doesn't overflow after laying it on two fingers, oh, I on, see. Really? Oh, I can do it. Is there? A I'll pen- do it in like three so seconds. So you put two two fingers on the table, and if it lays over, yeah. Is there a, a penalty? Is there a penalty for you trying that? Yeah. If you- I screw up, if I pass it over to him, and it, it isn't, at the, and I 
call him out on it. I see. But I, I'm, he has obviously, to I'm going to hit the level. I mean, <laughs> if I don't hit the level hmm. right now, I'm really I'm not worthy of my right. title as, as a German trained brewing engineer. It's true. Yeah. So you're... let's give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. Yeah, I'd hate to have to call into question all your heritage. That would be terrible. <laughs> uh, all right. So Dan's doing it, and he's getting it down to the two. He's doing well. Oh, like a pro, like a boss. Well, I gave you a, a gimme. Wow. And so JP's got to finish the, this. You You're now have to, to finish. Well, you should lay it down to prove it, but I promise you it's, yeah. it's fine. Oh, 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 no, you can't do a gravity feed, man. Well, I don't know. You tell me. Lay it down I think it's proven. I saw it go to the edge. And uh, how close is it? I gave him a lot of breathing room. That's pretty close, man. That's like an inch and a half. But it's good. So yeah, now it's you're, yours. You're on the hook. And now you have to finish it. I have to finish this. There's a this. song that yeah. goes along with it. Now, oh, God, I, I don't remember how to do this. How do I finish this? You, you, you saw the video. Know. Well, you got to turn the... Turn uh, the I wasn't looking at the video. I was looking at the lower the quarter of the Should video. Should we read the, <laughs> review the video one more time? <laughs> do you want to see the video again? Uh, no, I think I can figure it out. I mean, basically, you just turn it as you're drinking. One hand right? only. One yeah. hand. What's the song that goes along with it? It's... Uh, Ein Present? The, no, the Stiefel no. Must Die is what it's called. Oh, we don't know it. I don't no, know if we're going to be able to... It's in German. so young. That's the way it goes. So will you do it while he drinks? Because I don't, like I don't know if we're all going to learn you know, it. I go wow. and bring my trombone. And become- <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't know how comfortable Scott and Terrence are going to be while that song's going on. Yeah, this is the, this is how the Germans wow. pay, pay tribute to an institution. It must right. die. Right. Okay. Here's this fun thing, and we must kill it. Not the Germany I know. I can do it. I think I can do it. I'm happy for I Terrence. I can do it, right? I'm happy for Terrence that he's never had anybody lumped in with him before. It's always just been us making fun. And now, finally, he has Moscow. All right, hey, go. they killed a lot of Greeks too. <laughs> all right, JP, it's all you, buddy. All right, he's starting out with an already tilted boot, and uh, he's rotating the boot upward. He, JP is a oh, good man. chugger. Not I gotta give him that. He's Not never failed drop. in the uh, chugging department. Yeah. All right, I want to thank everyone for letting me drink their backwash. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Studio Double D is now christened. All right. Woo-hoo! We're in business. Now you're stuck with us, Leanne. Oh. Yeah. At least until the rats drive us out. <laughs> We're here for a little yeah. while. All right. We've got Nico on the line. It looks like I have Theo Brew. Uh, also. Theo Brew, what's happening, buddy? Hey, you got Nico. Are you ready to play uh, Beer Jeopardy with us? Um, I'm a little drunk, so maybe. <laughs> Drunken beer Jeopardy. Yeah, he's going to be a great... do better than ever. It's going to be highly competitive, Dan, talk I'm about, sure of it. Talk about Jeopardy. Okay. And then, uh, Pies is on line three. Pies! Uh, here's Pies, what's going to happen. What's up, bitch? Uh, Dan, you're going to play for, uh, who ate all the pies. Pies, what's happening, buddy? Uh, I'm just hanging out at home. <clears throat> Ms. Pies and a couple of kids here. Okay. Who who mellowed pies out? I don't know. I know what happened. A couple of Vicodin and a it kid. Is home yeah. in New Zealand or Australia? No, Australia. no, no. I just no. I, I I had to be a bit more, yeah, you know, sensible now that everyone's home. I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you guys the choice: uh, pies and Theo. Um, here's the deal: Dan yeah. is going to play for one of you, and the other one is going to have to. You're going to actually actually have to play. Play with yourself. Theo, would you like? <laughs> the Dan to play the game for you or do you want to play your drunken self? 
Um, if Pies wants to play, I will let Dan play for me. Pies, what do you want to do? You want to play, or do you want the Dan to play for you? Pastor play. Well, I've already kicked Theo's ass in fantasy football this week, so I might as well take on Dan now. Okay. Oh. All right. So Pies oh. is going to play. Uh, Theo, I'm going to drop you on the line, but the Dan is your man, and if you if All the right. Dan wins, you're going to get a Gordon Beer's prize pack. Dan, don't, don't let me down. No, no. We're, we just changed the topics. The first one is National League Baseball Championship Series for 50, please. <laughs> How are we doing? What puts half the studio to sleep? We're still at 5-1 Giants. <laughs> We're in the eighth now. Giants okay. bullpen is taking over. Uh, oh, Carl Lotion, Game 7, I'll take. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll bet. Okay, we'll talk off the air. All right, so here's what we have. We've got uh, Nico Brew playing for one of his customers uh, on the line. Uh, we've got uh, Pies on the line, and we've got and we've got the Dan playing for Theo Brew. Those are our three contestants. We're about to start uh, Beer Jeopardy. Please only speak when you're. Uh, <laughs> We're listening to no, Pies be Father of the Year right yeah, now. Yeah, I dropped the drunk guy. That's just Pies. Pies, go put your baby in a closet somewhere and, yeah. and get serious about this game. Give it a pint and relax. Or the bathtub. All right. I've Two inches under. I'm here. I'm, I'm, you know, I, had a, I had a traditional Bock, and I've got like an Imperial IPA now, so I'm going to write. Okay. By the way, don't forget, coming up a little bit later, we're going to name Terrence's baby. That's right. So, uh, Terrence doesn't even know that. That's either. happening. I would name it Dingo. All right. Y'all remember how the game goes. What I have in front of me are four uh, categories of Beer Jeopardy. I Each one. Going. Pies, shut, up, shut everybody up that's in your house. Thump, thump, what are you talking thump. about? It wasn't me. I think that might have been Bevo. Oh. Yeah, I think it was Bevo. But still, P- Pies. Pies, Pies I, my take, mic was on, I take it all back. Yeah, Pies. Pies, shut Bevo up. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I thought the... No one cares. All right, here we go. So I've got four categories. Each one has four questions uh, worth uh, 100 through 400 points. Moscow will be keeping scores. Uh, you'll each have to buzz in. Dan, what's your buzz? Have you... D- mm. Okay. Mm. That's Dan's buzz. No, I think he was thinking. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, that was my buzz. Uh, Nico Brew, what's your buzz today? Avatica Darva. I didn't understand no, it. No, we don't have time for that. That's a classic it's, pies buzzing. You might want a shorter no, it's one. Avada Kedavra. It's the killing curse from Harry Potter. Oh, Jesus. Be and wow. I love you, Pies. You are rad. That was Nico, Brew. Yeah, that was Nico. Oh. That was Nico, me. I love you even more. Pies, you're okay. I love you, too. All right, Pies, uh, what's your buzzing? I mean, pies, I'd kiss you, but, you know. Oh, I don't know. Clang. All right, perfect. Short and sweet. It'll Th- work. Thank you, Pies. I love you. All right. If you hear a drunken slur, real quick, all right, gentlemen, I recommend you uh, write down the categories uh, as I say them. Uh, I've got the pen at the ready. You do it. Moscow, write down these categories for the Dan. Well, yeah, here we go. I was just going to post JP's uh, Here's, here's your categories today. Uh, no, I was going to write you a note, but... Just write them down on that very piece of paper that you just took. Yeah, he got right there. All right. Beer Heroes is category number one. And then we have... Beer rules and random bullshit. That's category number two. We have somebody being murdered in the background <laughs> of one of our callers. That's category number three. Uh, actually, the third category is uh, I read good. That's our third category. I read real good. <laughs> and finally, a little softball. German beer styles is category number four. Now... I do. I did feel that this is a double softball because homebrewers should know German beer styles. So everybody has a good chance of uh, getting that category. Some people better than others. Um, all right. Boy, I better not flunk that one. 
Uh, yeah, it depends how right. fast your hand goes on that Can buzzer. Can we go to the name the baby competition again? <laughs> I'm going to do better. All right, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give. <laughs> we're going to give a Kleenex to pies. Can, I got to go back to Theo Brew, don't I? I can't listen to this all night long. He'll be fine. I I like pies too much to let you drop them. <sighs> pies. Come on, come on. Hey, pies. Does, does your phone it. have a mute button? Yeah, but you All right, Pies, I'm going to give How you... How do I know beforehand that I'm going to sneeze? I'm going to give you control of the board, Pies. Some people do. There's a wind-up. I've just read the categories. I read good. All right, I read good. For how many well, points? I read good for 100. Okay. Oh! 100. Here we go. That's kind of low, isn't it? The answer is... <laughs> author Ray Daniels provides brewing formulas, tables... Bang. Pies, go ahead. Designing, what is designing great beers? That's right. Yeah. Ray Daniels provides wow. brewing formulas, tables, and information to take your brewing to the next level. Uh, the answer, of course, is uh, what is designing great beers. Uh, well done. Pies for 100. You still have control of the board. Go ahead, please. Can I be a jerk real fast? Yeah. He didn't I say, good for 200. He didn't say what is designing great he, beers. He did. He did. Yes, he, did. he, he did. corrected himself. Yes, yeah. I did. I, I did, put... JP. Come on. That's the pies That's that I the know. pies you're Okay. For. All right. All right, Pies. Go ahead. Sorry, Kiwi. <laughs> Pi still uh, yeah, has okay. control of the board. Go ahead. I read. I read good for two hundred. All right. Uh oh. Two hundred. How many? It only goes to one hundred, doesn't it? Uh, four hundred. One hundred. One, two, yeah. three. Oh, yeah. it's not like regular Jeopardy. No, it goes. To, yeah, no, no, it's beer Jeopardy. We do everything uh, yeah. fourfold four. here. We go to eleven. <laughs> yeah, we we go to one hundred and eleven here. <laughs> uh, okay. The answer is a best-selling and trusted homebrewing guide that instructs uh, th- with instructions, recipes, charts, and guidelines by author... Uh, go ahead, Nico. What is How to Brew by John Palmer? That is not right. Uh, the remainder That's of the question is... And you're wrong. And guidelines uh, authored by Charlie Papazian. Uh. <laughs> go ahead, Pies. Uh, the new joy of home brewing. Uh, try again. Make sure to answer or the question. The joy of home brewing. Uh, what? What is the joy of home brewing? Uh, Nico, go ahead, please. The complete joy of home brewing. In question form. <laughs> what is the complete joy of home brewing? Thank you, retards. Nico for two hundred. That's points. not a complete answer. Uh, <laughs> it's the new complete Thanks, joy of home brewing. Uh, no, it's what is the complete joy no. of homebrewing. There are two of them, yeah, and we will accept both. Right. So we'll give that to Nico. 200 points for Nico, and he has control of the board. Go ahead, please, Nico. <clears throat> Beer Hero, please, for 400. Okay, going for the big question. The answer is, an order of Benedictine monks who occupied the abbey uh, atop Nairburg Hill mm. started, uh, go ahead. Uh, one of the Capuciners. Uh, I'll finish the question. They started around the year uh, 1020. They're responsible oh. for the creation of this brewery. What is mm, what is Vine Stefan? There we go. Yeah. 400 points. The uh, Vine Stefan Brewery. Well done, Dan. Uh, 400 points. Dan has control of the board. But those are the monks, though. It's kind of nice. That, that, you did have that. both of that, right? That's had, true. Had, uh, let's stick with monastery questions. I'm pretty good at those. All right. It was, uh, well, what you're, you're getting beer heroes questions, so they're not necessarily monsters. No, but I want to just change the rules. <laughs> <laughs> New category. Yeah. Uh, we'll fill out a blank check and we'll talk. Right. 
I thought he did. You want to stay with the same Beer yeah. Heroes category? Oh, I get to choose now, huh? Yeah, you're control of the board. Yeah, why not? Let's try Beer Heroes for uh, 300. Beer right. Heroes for 300, Justin. The answer is, also known as the Citizens Brewery and founded in 1839, this brewery eventually became the Pilsner Urkel Brewery, where the Pilsner style originated. Hmm. Go ahead, Dan. Well, you just said, what, the, what is the Pilsner Urkel Brewery? What do you want to know? Now, what's but, the question? It was also known as the Citizens Brewery, founded in 1839. It eventually became oh. the Pilsner Urkel Brewery. What, what is was the, it before? What is the Burger Brewery? I was totally going to say all that. What, Nico? I was going to say all that. Anybody else want to buzz in? If that is not the answer, Dan. Oh, it isn't? No. Oh. Uh, Anyone? Anyone? If our sources are correct, the answer <laughs> is... Uh, go ahead. No, I said. Eh, eh. Oh, yeah. if the answer is correct, it is. Uh, what is the municipal brew house? Did you say that in German? Is that no, how it translates? I didn't at all. Yeah. Apparently, it was the uh, municipal brew house. I said the it sounds very American. House. I just translated uh, citizens this, brewery. Oh, I see. Yeah. German. <laughs> it does sound weird that it would be called the municipal brew house. It's very collective. In, uh, it's very German, though. Yeah. But I, I like get, German, like you know, thirties, forties. All right, we'll accept it. I have a quite a chat question. You have a question. A quite question. Yeah. Um, Spider yeah, Wrangler is wondering. Um, they've never had to answer in question form before, so they're one. He's wondering, are you Moscowing a perfectly good game? Mm. Uh, tell Spider Wrangler to suck it. Okay. Yeah, if by Moscowing you mean playing it correctly, then yes. Right. If by Moscowing I mean totally Jewing it up. <laughs> Dan, Dan <laughs> you're still Jeopardy? in control of the board. I am. Okay, let's yeah. try uh, Beer Heroes for three hundred. Oh, uh, you just did that. How about two hundred? Two hundred. Okay. Uh, the answer is he was the first to. Apply refrigeration to brewing in 1876, five years after inventing it, one year before the patent. He also developed a transport system for beer via rail. The first to apply refrigeration to brewing in 1876. Wow. No, we just lost one of our contestants. Who is Captain Refrigeration? Uh, Nico Brew, go Fuck ahead, you, please. Nico. Who is Jamil Zanishev? That is not correct. It's in the 1800s. Pies, did we lose you? I thought so. He's only halfway oh, across no. the world. I could play for Pies. Pies will call back, I assume. I'll yeah. play for Pies. Oh, no, Pies will or call JP back. Will. Yeah. Don't uh, worry. I'll play for Pies until he calls back. Can we no get guess. a hint? Uh, is it European or... or European. European. No, you are. And I'll tell you, there's a Vaughn. He, in, he invi- invented the compressor. Uh, well, he invented... Uh, he was the first to apply refrigeration to brewing in 1876. There's a Vaughn in the middle. Gary Vaughn Refrigeration. <laughs> <laughs> Heinrich Vaughn Compressor. Uh, von, <laughs> von Gleichholstein. Von Eisblock. <laughs> let's, let's go von Turnentaxis. Gleichholstein. <laughs> The answer is, who is Carl von Lind? That's what I meant. Lind compressors. Mm-hmm. We should have known. Yeah. I, I thought von that Lind. he made those little candy things. We stepped it up this year, uh, Dan. Uh, you are wow. still in control of the board. And you, uh, would you like to clear out the category? Beer Might heroes? as well. What? Yeah. Beer heroes for 100. Uh, the answer is, 33 years after Pasteur's work on fermentation, Emil Christian Hansen developed this. Um, Go ahead, Dan. What is Saccharomyces Carlsbergensis from the Dan- Danish brewery uh, Carlsberg? Yeah, I think he's right. Yeah, you're close. Uh, the method was a single-cell yeast propagation 
in the uh, Carlsberg Brewery Laboratory. We'll give it to Dan. That's not close points. at all. Yeah, that's the result of the of the of the uh, process. Of the, oh, is he a sponsor? Yeah, um, sort of. Every now shit. and then, yeah. One hundred points to Dan. We need to make JP this game's going off. When it goes JP. to the judge, yeah. JP's the judge. Right. I got pies back online too. Right. Damn it! Hey, pies. All right, uh, that's another hundred points for Dan. Right. And Dan, you've got control of the board still. Uh, uh, what do I miss out on? Hang on. Uh, not much. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you what. Not, not much at all. Nothing you would have known. Dan has five. You know a lot points. about Danish microbiologists, <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, let's go with German beer styles. For yeah, call something. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's close. Yeah. Uh, all right, German beer styles for a hundred points. The answer is, who is dying over there? Ambient noises return. You know what? It's just a kid. She's in the background. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not Just fine. ignore it. Sounds like a Trebs and Neuron album. All right, 100 points. Uh, the answer is, by law, at least 50% of the grist must be malted wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think I that was pies. pies. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, pies. Uh, what is Hefeweizen? Uh, no. no. What? At least 50% mm. of the grist must be malted in this traditional ale. Dan? Well, fifty percent. The, the Reinheitsgebot says that Hefeweizen has to be. What is a G- Bavarian style Hefeweizen according to the German purity law of Reinheitsgebot? <laughs> well, th- this is one for the judges uh, okay. because the actually, answer Pi has got it right. It's, it's he H- did. Hefeweizen. The German purity law says it's got to be at least fifty percent malted wheat. We have the answer as Weizbier. That's what a Weizbier is. It's the same German. Yeah, Hefeweizen, Weizbier, it's all the same. So if you were a judge, we'd give it straight to Pies. Absolutely. Pies for 100 points, please. And Pies, Pies, you're in control of the board. Yeah. Yeah, come on, Fanny. Okay. Um, I read good for 300. All right. Is that still there? (laughs) Wow, he runs a kid torture daycare, apparently. Get on the rack, you That's shrimp! I think I have. I, re- I have. I read good for one hundred and four hundred. Is what I think I have. Uh, no, you did three hundred and four hundred already. One hundred and two hundred. <laughs> That's three hundred. I think I said one hundred and four hundred. I said three hundred. <laughs> I have four hundred. That's what we're going for. Uh, in non-technical <laughs> hey, language. On? How long was I gone? Eight days. We, did, we didn't. We only did the read good one twice. Right. We did one hundred and two hundred. We haven't done three hundred. This is our Christmas show, Pies. All right. So for three hundred, here we go. Then, <laughs> author of Brewing Up a Business, he turned his home brewing hobby into one of America's most popular. <laughs> Nico. Yeah. Um. That would be uh, Mr. Sam Caligiona. In question form. In, in question form, please. Who the fuck Why? is Sam Caligiona? <laughs> Thank you. That's three hundred points for Nico, him. and you I now I say every day of the week, and you now have control of the board. <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's right. friends with Ricky Lake is friends with me. I'll tell you that. Kids who want to read good and learn other stuff good too for four hundred. <laughs> is that I read good? Yeah, it's okay. I read good. Uh, He's watched Zoolander too many times. In non-technical language, clearly so have I. Author Lee Jansen wrote this book to tell the real story of what's going on in your bucket, carboy, and bottle. The real story. I don't know who any of these people are. This is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a home brewer. I feel discriminated against. Well, we against. gave you the... Ger- everything else is German. Everything Where's else this is stuff German. in Dutch, French, and German? You know, the books. <laughs> 
you know, in the, the stuff that matters. Books. The Dutch works. Wait, they, in my defense, they don't homebrew. I did instruct the question asking to include some German brewing books. They just didn't arrive <laughs> that way. However, <laughs> it does give our listeners a chance to compete against the Dan. No, they're kicking my ass. Is Scott, what's going have, you, on. have you ever been told you fucked up in a nicer way? <laughs> <laughs> is there a nicer way? Uh, yeah, he just did it. Tell him in the German way. Author no. Lee Jansen, uh, I think we had. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Well, this is the temperature. Go ahead, Pies. I don't know what is uh, what is the basics of home brewing. Ooh, he, he he's pretty close. Uh, I'll give it to you. Basics. What is home brewing basics? No, not, you're just getting farther away basics. now. I was going to give it to you, but now no you're e just now I don't want to give it to you because uh, what is home brewing for everyone? Avada <laughs> Kedavra. Go ahead, Nico. Nico, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you, JP. <laughs> With your stupid fucking ringing. I love his ringing. Yeah, I'm eight years old. Ask That's what you might as well say. Brewing for dummies. That's not correct. Well, I'll tell you what. Pies was closest. We'll give it to him. It was Brew Chem 101, The Basics of Homebrewing Chemistry by Lee Jansen. 400 points for Pies. He's Danish, it sounds like, right? Lee Jansen? That's a pretty Dane name, right? And that closes out the category giving uh, Pies control of the board. Who's? Can I ask who's in the lead? Can we, can we get a lead question? Ask Moscow. Yeah, Moscow, we're at... Uh, oh, no, wait. Should I screw it up? I don't know, man. Try it. You should not. Uh, screw yellow it is in third. Pies, with nine. Pies has six hundred to Nico and Dan's five hundred. Okay. Oh, it's a close race. Nice. We got a horse race, don't we? All right, Pies. Can you just tell me what's what's off the board? Because uh, I was offline for about three questions, so I mean I'm already behind the eight ball. You were offline for one question. We still have German beer styles uh, for uh, two hundred, three hundred, three and four. Yes. For two, three, and four, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And B rules and random bullshit? Uh, for 100, 200, 300, and 400. No one has chosen that category yet. And that's it. And B heroes? Uh, closed out. Oh, okay. All right. No worries. I just got to mark it down on my board. All right. Um, <laughs> Great. B rules and random bullshit for 100. All right. For 100 points, the answer is the principal foul in the Stiefel game that warrants a penalty. Hmm. Go ahead, Dan. Splashing. That is correct. Spilling or splashing is uh, the principal foul. Uh, that's 100 points to the Dan. And, Dan, you have control of the board. Oh, we'll do that same kind of beer rules and random bullshit for 200. For 200 points, a spot on the yeast cell wall from whence a daughter cell had bud. Clang. Go ahead, uh, Pies. Uh, scarring. What yep. is scarring? Uh, good enough. What are bud scars? That's right. That's 200 points to Pies, and you have control of the board. That should have been 420 points, man. <laughs> the same for 300. The answer is a filtration media, also called diatomaceous mm. earth. Go ahead, Dan. What is Kieselgore? That's right, Kieselgore. Yeah. <clears throat> and you have control of the board. That's 300 points for the Dan. We'll go uh, beer rolls and random bullshit for 400. The answer is, besides barley and wheat, the Rheinheitsgebot allows for four other hmm. malted cereal grains. Dan. Rye. <laughs> <laughs> barley, malt, malted barley, rye, and mal- well, wheat. It's is- besides barley and wheat, there are four other malted cereal grains. Rye C- is one of them. cereal grains. Yeah. That's the only other one that I'm, I'm aware of that's allowed. There's only three. Okay. I mean, 
I'm assuming that nobody else has an answer for this either. Then we could go through it with Dan and see if it's right. correct or not. Right. Uh, go, well, let's let's see if Pies has other answers, and then we can talk. Pies, go ahead, please. Uh, what is spelt? Uh huh. Is that also a malted cereal grain, Dan? Uh, I, I'm not aware you can malt spelt. I think you can. I think you can also. It's a it is a cereal grain. It's mm-hmm. one of those the seven uh, cereal grain oats? packages. What was the next one, Pies? From the Fertile Crescent. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah. No. Oh. You can malt sorghum, but I, it's not listed in the purity law. I have rye, spalt, emmer, emmer, and triticale. Never heard of those. Well, doesn't mean they don't exist. Dan. <laughs> True. <laughs> and apparently they are the exceptions in the Reinhardt wow. No points for anybody. You got me on that one. All right. Stop. Uh, I feel worthless. <laughs> there is some uh, further description here, but I think it doesn't matter. Pies, uh, no points, but you still have control of the board. Uh, what we have left is uh, German beer styles, 200 through 400. That's it. You're talking to me or Dan? Because Dan got the 300 one, so I think he's got control of the board. Oh, yeah. I lost. We lost the 400. I, I guess German beer sells for 200 For 200 Here we go. The answer is, the presence of Munich and or Vienna-type barley malts give this style a mm. deep... Go ahead. Meritzen. No. Vienna. A deep, rich barley malt character. And bottles with yeast are traditionally swirled or gently rolled prior to serving. Go ahead, pies. Uh, what is Dunkelweizen? That's correct for 200 points to pies. And you have control of the board. Did Nico die? Uh, no, I just suck at this game. <laughs> he just said his spell incantation wrong. That's all. Okay. For three hundred, penis. The answer is a Dunkelweizen made with rye rather than wheat, but with a greater body and light finishing hops. Made with rye rather than wheat. So easy. Dan? Rogan beer. That's Rogan beer for 300 points. Well done, Dan. You have control of the board, although okay, there's I only one. I have to say, because the chat room's freaking out. <laughs> Dan, can you please say that in a question form? What is Rogan beer? Thank you. <laughs> and in a German accent. <laughs> Was is Rogan beer? <laughs> right. But the other guys had to do it. What they don't realize is. I didn't take the question away from the other guys. Right. I just kept coaxing them into doing it the yeah. right way. Well. But it's not fair! <laughs> it's not fair! All right, last question yeah. for 400 points. You'll occupy something. That'll be fair. The answer is, hot bitterness and flavor are mostly cast aside with a big alcohol presence, replacing it in this style that's created by freezing off and mm-hmm. removing... Playing. <laughs> I got it. Uh, it's yours. No, it's yours. It's yours, you guys. I mean, be, Dan got it first. I, 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 but we're going to share this one. <laughs> well, don't forget, Dan, you are playing for a contestant. So if That's you true. bust in first, whoever you're playing for, <laughs> you got it. CO Brew, however, I mean, deserves your points. Yeah, well, what beer... The beer that has been spoken about on this program in the first section for about 40 minutes I'm gonna, is what? Listen, I got to stick. <laughs> I got to protect our contestants. Yeah, Dan yeah, was, was playing for Theo Brew. Yep. Uh, Dan, would you like to answer the question? You buzzed in first. Well, I, we, 
Pie's got it. It was it's icebox, but I mean I'm, I'm Would you please answer it in question form? What is icebox? Right, so four hundred points to Dan and Theo. But it's not fair oh, But I think we have everybody's a winner in this case. I will give <laughs> the guy I was playing with the prize package as well as whoever if I wasn't gonna win. Right. I what did had I already maxed it or was Well I, I don't know. What are what is our final tally? By the way, we still have final jeopardy. Oh I, I forgot. Oh, and also keep in mind, Dan, that Pies lives in Australia. And we can't afford post to Australia, so <laughs> regardless, Nico would be the runner-up, regardless of what happens. I have containers going to Australia. I'll figure a way to get it there. By the way, every contestant, every time we've done this, has always gotten a prize pack from Dan. That's so true. we're not doing anything abnormal here. No. They, they always get a prize pack. No, uh, what is our tally at this time, Moscow? Uh, Dan's at 1,600, Pies is at 1,000, Nico's at 500. Oh, by the way. Good job, Nico. That would have been uh, 1,200. He would have had 14, I would have had 12. That's correct. Justin, everything we do here is abnormal. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the Special Olympics, so everybody wins. <laughs> right. And Everybody's everyone, a winner. And everyone looks real funny doing it. And happy. So is anybody not not eligible for Final Jeopardy? Did, was there a point spread so large that yeah, Nico Nico's out? Yeah, yeah. Um. Aladdin Katarva. All right, Nico. Uh, good job, buddy. Yeah, coming no, from no, a guy who wears a no, dress no, to a beer fest. If Dan and I get it wrong, yeah. I get it wrong, and Nico bets one dollar, then he wins. All right. Well, I just hung up on him, so we'll assume yeah. that that's what he's going to well, do. Well, Nico has to uh, crease his pleats and his skirt, so don't worry about it. All right, Dan. Uh, please prepare to write down your answer. Uh, you have a pen right here. And uh, Pies, you'll have to do the same thing. Uh, of course, you'll be wagering no, points. I'll just go first, and then Dan can show his answer. Yeah, you'll be wagering points uh, okay. based on the Final Jeopardy status. Um, how many points does Dan have? 1,600. How many points does Pies have? I feel bad about that. Okay. I just no, don't feel good about myself. Why? You right buzzed now. in first, and you were right. Just help me out. Well, we should, we Dan, should have had the car- can you help me finish this goddamn game? I saw the movie Quiz Show where the guy had the answers ahead of time and everything. And, That's what I was right. expecting. You know, but what if we just ask you questions to that? You know, ask questions that we already know you had the answers to. Well, it, you know, kind of feel like that. We how can just, you do now? First of all, you started out by bitching about a category you, where you true. didn't know I, any of you the guys. That's right. Okay. And now you're bitching. No, you're right. You're right. In that context, can I do something right? You did. You knew all these guys knew the answers to the books, and, and you're right. Okay. So they had every chance to dominate right. uh, a full category. Final, final question. This Bay Area-based brewery specializing in German styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this South Bay brewery. Who is Thirsty Bear? <laughs> Jesus. Could you answer it? No first cup for you. Form. All right. Uh, I'm going to say the question. Please do. And then we'll ask Pies how much he wagers. That uh, is the game. Yep. Yeah. This whole deal. Oh, so we get the question, uh, and then we. Well, I got to hear it from you too now, JP. I'm just look. I got to hear it from everybody. Is, all I'm trying to do right now is stay relevant Lord, and make jokes. Justin, Leanne, hand. you want to chime in here and right. talk about how the show's going by any chance? How's that sign shop? <laughs> Thank you. Justin, by the way, the, the chat thinks Leanne's great for hanging out and laughing right? and hanging with us. Great. Yeah. Hey Doc, you want to shit on my decoction <laughs> practices for a second? <laughs> no. Hey but, Doc, but, shit on my decoc. <laughs> Nate, anything I can do to help you? This game is going great. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. Hey, let let him wager first, and then ask him the question. I would wage. I would let him. I would ask the question after they wagered. That's what I would do. That's what I'd say. Yeah, you got to wager first. I'm on. Uh, Wait. I'm on, okay. How about we wager first? Here's how it's going to go. I'm going to ask the question, and they're going to tell me your wager, and then you're going to answer it. No, no. Dan, of course, will have Why to you have write to down. Stubborn? You're doing it wrong. Well, Dan, of course, will have to write down his answer before he tells me his wager. All of that stuff. Oh, uh, I do? Here it goes. 
Uh, the final Jeopardy question is, <clears throat> this is what we call yeast's anaerobic metabolism. This is what we call yeast's anaerobic metabolism. That's the final Jeopardy question? Yes. JP, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that should be beer random shit for a hundred. This is what we call yeast. Uh, by the way, you got this wrong in the testing of this question. That's a lie. You now can't that prove you it. now that you want to point out you the uh, silliness of this question, <laughs> you can't prove it. Moscow, did JP answer this question correctly in the testing of this Scott, game? Scott, no. <laughs> uh, he yes, did not. Yes, that's, no. that's the right. That's the right answer. He did not. You're a dick. You're a dick. Uh, <laughs> All right. Can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> I completely was. This is what we call yeast's anaerobic metabolism. He was actually drawing a girl with breasts. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's not even answering the question. Have you written down your answer, Dan? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, Pies, without telling me, do you have your answer? Oh, it doesn't really matter. You've asked the guy who went to Von Steffen's school. I'm just going to turn him off, let him finish, <laughs> and then I will come back to the original question. Yeah. Hey, Pies, have you written down your answer? Yeah. I think he has. I yep. haven't written it down, but if I say it first, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> so Pies has his uh, answer. Uh, Pies, how much have you wagered on this? A thousand. Okay. A thousand bucks to Pies. Uh, Dan, how much are you wagering on I your answer? I put all 1,600 All 1,600. All right. Uh, <laughs> Someone's real confident, George. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pies, uh, for a thousand, what is your answer? Uh, can you repeat the question, please? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going to go hang out with Russ tomorrow. Over at Sign <laughs> Solutions. stare at people who come in. <laughs> Miss me and Russ, we're going to sit and stare at everybody all day. That's what I do when high school gets out and they walk past my house. I'm starting to understand how he ended up that way. Because fuck all this. Working sucks. Uh, he's just hanging out and staring at people. I get it now. Uh, Pies, what is your answer, please, for a thousand points? <coughs> What's the question? I thought you wrote it down. Yes. No, I, but it takes longer. He's all the way over something, there. Something about anaerobic. All right, anaerobic, anaerobic metabolism um, of yeast. I'm going to read the question. You're going to give me an answer, and that's the way it's going to go. Right. And with if I read yeah. the question and there's no answer, there's going to be a big fuck off and a hang up, and Dan will win. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, this is no, what no, we call. Right. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. And listen to me. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> this is what we call yeast anaerobic metabolism. Go ahead with your answer, please, Pies. Uh, what is lag phase? That is not correct. Uh, Dan Gordon, for 1,600 points. What is alcoholic fermentation? That is correct. The Dan wins it. All 1,600 points. Uh, Pies, I'd love to come back and hear you, but I don't want to hear you. Uh, you've lost, and you deserve it. Final score, Dan, 3,200. Pies, zero. And Dan wins for Theo Brew, who will get an extra super prize pack. But all of our contestants I, I'm today... I'm sending something to, to Australia, too. We awesome. gotta get, if we can get the address, Pies... We will. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, yeah. Pies will get a prize pack. Uh, Nico will get a prize pack. And an extra super double prize pack will go to Theo Brew, who, by the way, is a minister who calls in drunk every week. Now, just in case that means anything to you, Dan, now you know. That's the kind of religion I want to be part of. <laughs> That's the guy that you just uh, won for. By the way, the uh, score of the Giants game, 6-5 now. No, uh, that is a lie. Sergio Roma, one two three ninth. That is six one final score. Maybe <laughs> just looking for that one extra thing pumping. to put me over the edge. Well, I I want to see you snap. Yeah, <laughs> Romo gave up a five run home run. I, I thought he was a close. quarterback. 
That's Tony Romo. <laughs> right. That's, he should, that's exactly and he shouldn't be playing baseball. One thought, name per sport. I, I thought that was a ribs restaurant. Ra- Rainier, right back in here. <laughs> that's Roma's. Oh, that's Tony Roma's. <laughs> place for ribs. <laughs> Rainier, right back uh. in on the beer. The uh, aerobic yeah. metabolism of yeast is uh, what is necessary for growth and reproduction of the yeast. Ah, thank you. That means with oxygen. What we would call propagation. JP probably got that right in the research uh, session of Which this. Which would include the lag phase. Of this game. <laughs> research. That was right. the only question we researched. You get the lag. Hopefully <laughs> when you've got enough air, it doesn't lag. Uh, when we come back, we're going to name Terrence's baby. Yeah. We'll also uh, hand Hot out Drug of the Week. And uh, then we're out of here. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On The Brewing Network. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit austinhomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, austinhomebrew.com. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can now find Moonlight Meadery Meads distributed nationwide. And they ship direct, too. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at moonlightmeadery.com. Moonlight Meadery. 
romance in a glass. Know the Brewing Network's very own Code Writing Fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri. The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I 70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build your own six pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard to find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolfbrow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolfbrow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's yeah. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah, some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah.
program. Thanks for sticking with us. 888-401-BEER. We'll take some Drunk of the Week calls. we got to get out of here soon-ish. 888-401-BEER if you want to call in for Drunk of the Week. We'll give away some more. Uh, we'll give away, of course, our Drunk of the Week medal. And we've got some more Gordon Beer stuff to give away, too. Uh, but first, we'd like to let you know a little bit about uh, Adam and Eve, one of our wonderful sponsors. And um, they've been taking care of us for a long time. And for that matter, they've been taking care of you for a yeah. long time. Uh, Dan, would you like to read the copy for us this week? Sure, I'd love That's to. That's not even the real one. Go ahead. That's the one we're supposed to read. I oh. am in the vo- voiceover union. Yeah, perfect. For a limited time only, adamandeve.com will let you pick three free adult DVDs with your order. Yeah. Go to avid, oh, adamandeve.com and order almost any one item at 50% off. Choose a new adult toy, lube, or almost anything from over 18,000 adult products. Right. Then at checkout, enter offer code BNARMY and you'll get to choose three free adult DVDs. That's right. You get to choose their own your own DVDs plus receive a free mystery gift and a free shipping on your entire order. Choose from genres... Here's where I start to lose it. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Such as anal, yeah. amateur, yeah. Asian, big breast, yeah. big butts, yeah. bisexual, yes. chunky, chunky, yes. co-eds, yes. fetish, gay, interactive POV. Right. Well, not gay. I don't yeah. know what, it, what a, cheer for what's, the a, what's an interactive POV. I don't know what that is. Well, Lesbian. That's when the, is, let me hang on a pause for a second. It's for your iPad. That's when the camera angle is such that you don't see the dude. You just see the broad. That's as a POV. If, as yeah. if it's you. Point of view. Doing the, go at, carry on. I have I don't no know idea. About I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> And now, you can also shop on your mobile phone at yeah. adamandeve.com. Right. They got a mobile application. A mobile, well, just, yeah, in your mobile browser. It's, can I uh, download it right now? My wife will get a kick out of it. Because I think we're a little low on our toys. And, and lube. And lube. Yeah. We're a little, we've worn the silicone out. Well, we do have 17,000 of the 18,000 adult products. <laughs> they're all available at adamandeve.com. Yes. There At 50% off. That's right. Check it out. BN Army is the coupon code. Go right now. Now, where did this connection come from as a featured sponsor? It, what the funny thing is, they contacted us. Yeah, they did. They and said, you know, we've us. been looking out at... at, at you we want to get edgy. We, so we <laughs> brewing network. Yeah. Because we're not edgy enough. Yeah. Mm. And apparently they've had huge success because they've stuck with us for a couple of years now. Maybe three, even. Wow. Well, they yeah. had probably nominal success. <laughs> I think Gordon Beer should look into some Adam and Eve cross-promotions, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so, too. Well, you, you are going to like uh, have that new bottle made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You're actually a provider of the product yeah. rather than a licensor. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's a custom mold. I'm pretty sure that boot fits into some category of uh, uh, I think you meant sexual cavity. fetish. I'm just, I'm just yes. trying to figure out which genre is my favorite. Let me pick. My my thought was just to take all the commas out. And I, want, I want big breasted bisexual amateur co ed Asians. Hey, right. No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. They should have that where you can mix and match. What's and the, then they create the perfect DVD for you. They should have an algorithm to like focus <laughs> down. You can pick several categories and there's one or two that would probably fit that. Well actually but if you just best, put them all into the search box. The best part. I, I like how big butts and chunky are delineated though. Yeah, they're different. Yeah. You know. 
I don't know why, but they're different. Well, you're, you're dealing with connoisseurs. <laughs> Google has a great search algorithm. I don't see why there shouldn't be a porn algorithm. I am really happy I did there not is. bring my Dongle. 13-year-old daughter well, here it's tonight. It's called Google. <laughs> it's called, yeah. How old daughter? I always thought you know what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, never, never no, bring her here. <laughs> never. Never. Hey, never. J- Justin, they have Pandora. I'm thinking they should have one for porn. Right. Porn you, you can punch in. Um, <laughs> Oddly enough, it would be called Pandora, though. You know, porn Dora. Big butts, chunky co-ed's f- fetish lesbian and it would it'll just sh- throw up a stream of videos for you yeah, yeah. and then it'll know what you like because of what you've been watching Porn-dora. and it just throws the next one on I've sa- I said that like two I know I'm ago. repeating it for intuitive you. programming Porn adamandeve.com yeah I love it alright there you go so go I check it out you. I love things that's my first on air commercial oh, I've ever done oh, shit uh, your first live read glad we could break your cherry so now the studio has <laughs> been christened with no actually virginal I'm vocal sorry, blood it's, it's my first R-rated one or X-rated one <laughs> I, was gonna say, I did one for Sleep Train one time on KGO but oh you did yeah I can cut that out for your was, reel if you want do it right now can you do it can you no, remember it I, I'm, I'm a fan of Sleep Train that's why I did it that's why I bought my mattress but yeah, can you do it I, again? I got a, a Sturgeon Foster you can take the mattress home try it out yeah if after three nights your back aches or whatever, you say, yeah. hey, I really didn't want that firm mattress. Right. You just call them up, tell them you want a less firm one, and they bring it in your house. Hmm. Your ticket to a better night's sleep. Ba-ba- no, that's mattress discounter. No, that's sleep oh. train. Oh. Yeah. It's basically it was like from the heart. So do they resell the mattresses that other people have been sleeping on? Yeah, to Adam and Eve. No, they just turn them over. It's a fetish. <laughs> to kink.com. <laughs> That's a new category. Used awesome. mattresses, anal. I, th- I think they have to. <laughs> Breasts. It's unfortunate. Well, I mean, hey, it's only been slept on oh, three nights. Two nights. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things I, that can happen I think you have a month, nights. though, to, to have it return. <laughs> but the nice part is that they'll schlep it up the force flights of stairs and take See, your... that's nice. Do they make yeah. the bed, oh, too? That's nice. Yeah. Get all back the way it was. See, when I got my Tempur-Pedic, it took me two weeks to break that fucker in. I was sore, but now I love it. I won't do anything. So three nights, I would have given it back. Ugh. Did you break it in How'd just, you break just it by in? sleeping on Using it? Using adamandeve.com? Yeah, no, no I, I walked on it during the day. I did, didn't do Did anything. you break it in solo? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, I didn't, which was unfortunate for It's me. memory foam. It doesn't work on force. It works on heat sensors. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's what he did wrong. That's, that's, why, yeah. that's why it took to, him a month to break it in. I tried to force it. You know, you use enough, you use enough force, you're going to get the heat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop. That well, needs to be a t-shirt. Well, Dan, if you uh, would like I'm that sure to is. read for your resume, I'd be happy to cut it out and send it to you. That's you a know? t-shirt with a picture of Bevo over it. If you use enough force, you yeah, get enough I, heat. I think it would be fun to get the video of this and we can throw it up on the Gordon Beer Shrub site. That's one <laughs> section. If the camera was rolling. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was rolling. It was rolling. Yeah, All right, let's take a couple drunk of the week calls, then we're going to name Terrence's baby and then probably do some uh, beer news. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, Reaver in New York. Go ahead, Reaver. Reaver. Damn near killed him. What's <laughs> happening, buddy? Oh, man. Doing uh, pretty good. Great. <laughs> well, you know, this is radio and we don't like dead spots, so keep slurring. Well, I did burp, but I guess you guys can't hear it. No. Uh, Don't worry, Reaver. It's a very edgy crowd tonight. They're dicks to each other. They're going to be dicks to you. Hey, fuck uh, you for saying that. Just don't take it personally, <coughs> Reaver. Uh, what have you had to drink tonight? <laughs> there you go. What have yeah, you had to drink? Uh, seven pints of uh, fresh hop uh, beer from uh, a couple months ago. So it's not quite fresh hot beer anymore. Oh, you drank it seven months ago. <laughs> it's, it's a fresh hot beer that's a year several, old. Several months ago. Well, 
<laughs> the hops were fresh a month ago. That's not so hot. So would you say it's semi fresh hop beer? <laughs> uh, pretty much. What uh, what uh, percent alcohol do you think that beer is? About six. Okay. So six times seven is. <laughs> Jesus. It's <laughs> 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 just laughter everywhere. Uh, all right, and how would your friends know that you're drunk right now? Well, I'm sitting in my basement calling the Brewing Network for Drunk of the Week. It's a good call. Good at 11 answer. o'clock at night. Yeah. All right, brother, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. Uh, let's go over to uh, Britchards. I want to know which body he was sitting on. From Michigan. Britchards, what's up, man? How's it going? He was. You were going to say the N-word. He held himself back from the N-word. Totally did. What a loser. We, we heard that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put that on his resume right now. <laughs> he couldn't uh, say the N-word. <laughs> almost said N-word. All right. He probably saw Terrence on the video real quick, and he's like, oh, sh- I'm, I better not say it right now. What's some no Sorry. shit? Uh, Sorry, Terrence. How drunk are you, Richards? No, no, not drunk no enough to say the N-word. I'm drunk to where I'm listening. I'm breathing heavy, and I'm a little chubby, but I could probably still, you know... Impress some people. I think I still got some stuff left in me, but I've been giving it hard all day. I've been going for about <laughs> eleven eleven hours. I don't think I've drank anything less than like an eight and a half percent beer all day long. Okay. And I had a. I threw. A, all right, you're in the running for drunk of the week. Let's go to Jessica on uh, line three. Jessica, what's happening? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Uh, I've been better. <laughs> <laughs> you have been worse though. That's true. Uh, are you drunk, Jessica? I am well drunk. Yeah. Where are you, Jessica? Uh, we, I'm in Oklahoma City. Um, um, yeah, we started about noon today. Um, about the time that I love Arizona football kicked off. So, yeah, it's not close to Oklahoma City though. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, nope. I love Hawaii. Uh, yeah, Hawaii is great this time of year, I think. So what have you had to drink all day? Um, let's see. Okay, I've had about, what, four pints of brown ale off the, the homebrew tab. Um, and then the husband and I split a supplication, a bottle of that. Nice. Which is delicious. Yeah. Uh, and then we Damn split right a bottle of wine with dinner. And now we're back to back to the homebrew. Mm. So, Yeah. And how would your husband know that you're drunk right now? What behavior happens? Spread him. Well, he'll probably get a... Wait, can I say that? He'll probably get a blowjob later, so that's how he'll know. Wow. <laughs> she wins. Yeah. That's he's good. A, it's he's all, like, we have a winner. Wow, you're drunk. You haven't done that since you were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that word probably kind of bugs me. Can you just like take that out of the conversation. Yeah, that's, that's, Can you that's commit? Fair, that's fair. He'll definitely get one. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Commit to the poor bastard. How long have you been married? Uh, three Under and two half years. years now. Uh, three and a half three years. And a half. Uh, yeah. can, can you count the uh, amount of times he's gotten a BJ in those three and a half years on two hands? Oh, on two hands? No. Huh. You don't use two hands? Okay, well, that's good. No. All right, all right. Good, she meant good. only one. No, we got, we got to have more than that. She has a BJ abacus, actually, that she just... Well, yeah. <laughs> wait, hands I mean, and foot. No. Wait, I and know what, I know what the man likes, so... A- and you're married? Oh, I'm definitely married. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking yeah. newlyweds, Because you, you see blowjob <laughs> and marriage, it just doesn't go together. No, no, we've been together for, like, over ten years. <laughs> And, so, wow! Yeah. And it took him. What's wrong that he took him seven years to commit to you? 
What, what's wrong with you? He has a penis. What, what's wrong with me? Yeah. No, we started dating really young. Like how young? To, like 19. When did the blowjob start? Really young. <laughs> like at 19. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, we might as well ask you, do you have a name for Terrence's baby? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Um, Is it a boy or a girl? Boy. It's a boy. Let's go for um, a unisex name. He only makes boys. Marshall. Marshall would be a great name. Marshall. It would be if it Marshall. didn't suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's, what's wrong with Marshall? Do you what's do you have Marshall? Because it's like I'm getting arrested in Marshall, and my name's Marshall too. <laughs> uh, Jessica, do you have kids? Do I have kids? Yeah. Kids, sweetheart. Oh no, 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 kids. Kids. No, no, no actually, no, no, had breast cancer. I have oh no God. Kids, so I still I have kids. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no kids. I see. <laughs> Vivo is the opposite. If she I had didn't. kids, I would be a terrible mother. <laughs> Most are. <laughs> JP's therapy. Oh, It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Oh, God. Most are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jessica. Well, your frankness I'm going to put in the running for Drunk of the Week, too. Frankness well, would be a good thank you. I appreciate that. Name. And I'm going to say hi to Tasty, by the way. I got to meet him at GABF, and it was awesome. I'm sure he remembers so. you. Did he molest you in any way? Of course he did. Yes, I totally appreciate it. <laughs> okay, good. As long as it was a welcome uh, molest. All right, Jessica, you're in the running for Drunk of the Week. Woo! Okay. You know, one day uh, he's going to hit, he's going to like meet the girl who has a repressed memory of their grandfather raping them or touching them in oh some foul way. And he's going to like grab side boob and she's going to freak out and like stab him in the throat with a pin. Who are we talking about? Yeah, Nicole. what? <laughs> <laughs> Man. And when he grabs on to girls, I don't know, I think it'd be funny. There's some grabbing. Yeah. Just hit that one repressed memory girl. <laughs> it's going to freak out. Grab a note! <laughs> now I see what you mean. The first girl in college. It took me a minute. All right. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we have three people that are running for Drunk of the Week. Um... <laughs> I wanted to segue I into Theo our... Brew on line one. He says he's not calling for Drunk of the Week, but he wants he to talk about his feelings <laughs> or something. One call one call a show. No, there's one Drunk of the Week call a show, JP. Whatever. Hey, Theo. Uh, go ahead. Get right to your feelings, please. No, 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 no. I just... So, I re-listened to Honesty and All Grain the other day, and I just brewed my first All Grain batch, and I hit my, my mash temperature. Right. My sparge went okay. I actually overshot my gravity because my my efficiency was was too good. Like you guys are amazing, and I just wanted to tell you that. All right, well, thank you, Theo. I'm glad we could help, and um, you know, good luck with the preaching too. All right, uh, let's do uh, craftbeer.com beer news uh, quickly, please. Uh, beer news brought to you today by our wonderful friends over at craftbeer.com, uh, always keeping you up to date in the craft beer world. What do we have today, Moscow? Well, we got a ballsy new beer. From uh, Wincoop out in Denver. I don't know if you guys heard about this. You were just in Denver. It started as an April Fool's Day prank, and it's now a reality. Uh, They apparently have already tapped their first keg of Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout beer made with real bull testicles. They tapped it on uh, Monday the 8th. It's probably already gone. You can watch the original April Fool's Day video on YouTube that's spawned this whole thing. It's it's made with uh, Colorado-grown base malts, roasted barley, seven specialty malts, 
Syrian Golden Hops, and of course, Bull Nuts. I heard about that beer, and yeah. I saw some people coming back. They were all giddy about it. Everyone gets weird about balls. <laughs> and, ball, yeah, they were like ball. junior high kids. Oh, we just went and had the, the balls beer. We just drink balls. We're like kind of gaming not. I'm just going to say right now, I've had Rocky Mountain Oysters, and uh, they're quite delicious. I'm sure yeah. they are. It's a tasty. Uh, have you had Rocky Mountain Oysters? Yeah, but it's just not something you necessarily have to put in beer. Well, I agree. It's also, you don't go bragging about the fact that you ate them or anything, yeah. but I ate them and they tasted fine. Putting them in the beer is, it's kind of a gimmick, isn't it? I would call uh, that an extraordinary gimmick. <laughs> because yeah. if they, now, if the beer tasted like Rocky Mountain Oysters, I'm not sure it would be good. I don't want to drink that flavor. Sure you do. <laughs> well, where do you it's getting put, weird now. Yeah, where do you put them in? Do you uh, dry hop them? Dry, dry ball them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, then they would be called the Run Heinzgen nut. Right. But uh, they probably can't be put in because of the purity law. <laughs> no, they're pure. That's not probably. That's, I, I, I'll, I'll assure you on that one. Are you sure? Yeah. It's that actually, one, that it's, is Justin and I know, not, not only that, but along with cow bile, those are two of the things that you can't put in here. Exclusively prohibited. They yes. say cow bile yeah. and cow nuts. Yeah. Well, I guess, Bull nuts. I guess the demand off of their April Fool's joke was so popular that, that that's why they made the beer, because oh. people were actually asking for it. They were actually interested in it. Right. Yeah, it's in there. I say yeah. more power to them. If people are going to come buy the beer for that, that's a great idea. Wow. I did... Just find it interesting the the sort of giggly junior highness of the <laughs> as it, all of a sudden dick jokes aren't funny to us. But right. I, I just thought it was it was a bit strange. Uh, but anyway, uh, good for them. Well, remember that good penis beer you made me drink? The raccoon penis beer? That's what you told her it was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's, it's, it's a so beer. Hard, it's a kind of beer, oh a beer that will come out. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know... All right. That's yeah. Score one for yeah, Dan. Yeah. That was pretty good. You want, you want to talk essence? Yeah, that's called the Justin Steamer. No, it actually had raccoon penis in it's it. It's the Justin Steamer. You know, that reminds me, <laughs> I did have gross. a creepy dream about Bevo the other night. Oh, yeah? God. I had to go. I had forgotten about it because her husband's one of my best friends, but now that you mentioned, now that you mentioned all that, Dan... You're um, going to mention it back. Do you guys want to hear about it? It was, it yeah. was a sex dream with oh, it was, huh? except that we didn't. I didn't get to consummate the dream, but uh, basically it was Bevo laying on a bed and uh, uh, face down. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> and you're like, no. what? What else is cottage cheese doing here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sat in cottage. Oh wait, when well, did my bed get so fat? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a blurry dream, yeah. so I didn't see any of that. The, light, the lights were down real low. Yeah, and, and your rear end was up. And the weird thing about it is that it was a friend dream and a sex dream at the same time because we communicated just like we do now. We yeah. just were cracking jokes to each other. We were friends. But you ultimately said uh, you could put it in my butt if you wanted oh, yeah. to. And, and I was like, really? Like, Let me just tell you, that's actually never been said. Yeah, that must have tipped you off that you were dreaming. Well, right? yeah. yeah. I was like, this is a dream. And so I, I tried to stay in the dream as long as possible. Uh, but I can't help but question things. So I was like, really? I can just... Because again, we were just hanging out. And I was like, really? I could just put it in your butt? And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Wow, that's it's nice of you. It's right there. And so I was almost on my way to putting it in your butt. And then I woke up. Ugh. Uh, it was. I, the, and and each, oh. each night you've been trying to get right back. Yeah, every night. I go to bed and I'm like, Bevo's butt. Bevo's, Bevo's butt. butt. Bevo's butt. Bevo's, <laughs> Bevo's butt. Bevo's butt. And it never worked. That's Ugh. so gross. Stop. Well, it's not worse than the dream that you had about Sam and Schumann getting gay together and then <laughs> and then double teaming you. That wasn't a dream. That was a nightmare. That was real life. <laughs> I'm not making this up, Dan. No, it's just... that was a real dream. 
<laughs> they call it a family act. <laughs> what do you yeah. call the name of the group? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyway, that just reminded me of that. The menage Where were we in the uh, beer news? Brought to you by craftbeer.com. <laughs> this no, one's... this was more like the Adam and Eve. Uh, <laughs> right. Sales. I did the wrong sponsored segment. My fault. This one's from the UK. A 64-year-old grandfather lost his cool when a 15-month-old started crying at the pub he was drinking at. Guy's name is Danny Pollock. He doused the crying baby in beer and then kicked the boy's mother. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> JP, what are you... <laughs> JP is standing up and applauding. You are a douche. Atkin, uh, the, the, uh, the kid's mom's name, Atkin, she'd gone to the pub with her kid and her sister-in-law and sat down next to Pollock and his wife, and then Atkin got up to go order food, and as she got up, the kid started crying, like, I miss my mom. And then the guy got pissed, walked over, and dumped his beer all over the baby, which just made the baby cry more. <laughs> yeah, like, who wait, thinks wait. that that's going to help? How old is he? How old is the baby? 15 uh, months. 15 months. He's 15 years old. Atkin then confronted Pollock, who went on the offensive and yelled, you shouldn't bring kids to a pub. Atkin then threw her drink at Pollock, saying, see how you like it. Uh, and then he kicked her and hightailed it out of the bar. He kicked her in the butt. Oh, sorry. What about, what about his wife? Uh, the article said nothing about her. I'm guessing she crawled under the table. That, right. uh, or she's in the flower that bed. That story just made me get super mama bear. Like, I want to cut him. Right. Fuck that. You shouldn't bring a kid I to a pub. I will cut you. I will well, pour a drink on your baby. And by the way, where's mama anyway? In the in the bathroom doing lines or something? Because this didn't just this didn't just come out of the blue. You know, it did just. She wasn't like ideal mama, and right. walked away, and this all happened. Well, and the hey. kid probably wasn't super quiet, and then the kid was crying for the what a minute that it took the mom to go to the bar and order be, order food. You're right; no. it is the kid's fault. It's super the kid's fault, and I, <laughs> I I approve of this this older gentleman, and that's how I will be exactly when I am uh, old enough to go into pubs. Wow. Yeah. Well, Justin, this is Martinez. <laughs> is that where this happened? No, no, but it could. <laughs> yeah, That's where same. we are. Let's wherever, go to Creek Monkey right now. Wherever it is, it's your state's equivalent of Martinez. Yeah. This is what it might was. Might as well happen in a Walmart. It wasn't even in the States. It was in, in the, the UK. UK. Yeah. We're well, not listening. Whatever. Well, I love that story. Are we done? Yeah, you want it? You, yeah, you that'll be fine. Out. That's good enough. We got one more. Thank you to craftbeer.com oh, uh, for sponsoring our news today. We're early tonight. No, it's um, you're not done. About. Yeah, let's do another news story. Come on. It reminds me of lunch meat. <laughs> uh, we have to name Terrence's baby. Yeah. So our Twitter some. game tonight was to uh, name Terrence's baby. So you have a boy coming along, huh? One of uh, baby number two of five. Is that what I hear? No, baby number two of two. Uh, that's not yeah. what we hear. Uh, that's not, no. Becca's talking five. She's talking four, but it's not going to happen. Well, she's she's only been conferring with you, so... <laughs> Right. Not about Schumann. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I was going to say, she doesn't need you to do it. She's getting five babies, whether you like it or not. It's oh, not going to happen. <laughs> it sounds like it's happening, Terrence. It's yeah. happening right now. But what else do you have to do? <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Besides pork. You know? Keep my sanity. It's hard <laughs> enough with one. And a pregnant wife. No, she's listening. I'm not going to go into that. No, no. Right. What's it like? Is she a, she's not listening. Is she told me. psycho. She gets gnarly? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I love her. Like mood swings? Or what do you super mean? What happens? Uh, super mood swings. Like, oh. I can't even breathe without her getting upset about something. <laughs> and Can you sleep in the same bed when she's pregnant? You're using yes. all my air, Terrence! That's exactly how it is. And Bebo will back me up. She knows that she's crazy, this pregnancy, right? Oh, yeah. It's totally different. It's like... Well, I think just because with Jack, she had, like, the most incredible pregnancy ever. She was like, nothing bothered her. Um, and then I got pregnant, and I was a full-on psycho. Okay. It's well, a little residual. She'd learn from it. you. And now she's just a crazy bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> I respect that, and I understand it because I was there. I see. 
So now she's a little so, crazy? But why? Cray cray. I don't want any more grape drink, Terrence. I'm pregnant. <laughs> why can't we have orange? Because orange is expensive. <laughs> can you just pour a, a beer on her head? <laughs> yeah, that'll right. shut her up. Yeah. Pour beer on her, on her belly. She got two boys now. Two boys, yeah. They saw the, the stuff. Right. My kid's packing. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. Why? All right, what do we have, JP? That we got a girl with three legs. We have, <laughs> we have a few good ones here. Um, Jake says he, uh, the Terrence's new boy should be called BTB, Baby the Black. Baby the Black, yep. I like that. Better than TTB. Jacob at <laughs> Ward Playbury says Bro Dongerson the Black. <laughs> bro, I'm not that? even gonna write that down. Bro Dongerson, bro. I bet he shows up at Halloween in blackface. <laughs> he probably. <laughs> Come on, bro! And then, and then he locked himself in the closet. What's that cartoon that it used to be that was terribly racist? That's it. Sounds like a joke out of there with the crows. Oh, oh. the Disney stuff. Uh, Brer Rabbit and Tar Baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. carry tar- on. What else? Hey, Brer Rabbit was not tar- only the Tar Baby part. Andrew Ignat says you might be too young to appreciate this, but they should call him Soylent Green because he's made of people. Soylent Green, Charlton Heston movie. How about Soylent Black? All right, Margaret says they should name him Porter. Because we do know white kids that have that name, but that would yep. be fucked up, Terrence. <laughs> For a lot of different reasons. For like multiple yeah. levels of Gre- Because Greg McWay's little ginger kid is named Porter. Brewer. And it's fu- Brewer. Oh, that's Brewer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, but there's another. Jay Brooks. Oh, Jay Brooks. That's right. Yeah. His white kid is named Porter. And yeah. it's a perfectly good name. Right. But it would be fucked up <laughs> if you named your kid Porter. All right. What else we got? I'm writing that down as the best Maybe you should name go then. the opposite name him Wit. <laughs> That's all equally fucked up. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, our very own <laughs> Nate Smith, says uh, you should call it Micturated Zwickle Baby, which is a beer joke. It is? Yeah. Okay. Isn't it? I don't know. Well, Zwickle Baby is. I don't know what Micturated is. Because uh, his wife is white. Yeah. Uh. Still, I... Mixed rated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing the relation. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Tough category today. Yeah. Large Marge uh-huh. says you should name it Terrence the Younger. Okay. Which I kind of liked. That's kind of a medieval thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. Oh, and and you call him Ty for short. <laughs> Wouldn't it just be Junior then? Yeah. Junior yeah. is yeah. just yeah. a great I mean, name. But period. That, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Well, it's Junior. <laughs> The younger. Okay. Uh, bald Gay Dolphin writes uh, chicken and waffles. <laughs> Is there not a regular? Uh, Go on. Wait, uh, and last but not least. No, 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 delicious. Ch- chicken and waffles is because you can't get served. What? No. I've been, I've been there. I was the only white people there. Oh. And I never <laughs> you got. Couldn't get I served. did not get served. <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Chaos says, keeping with the Harry Potter theme, the kid needs to be called the Half Black Prince. <gasps> that's awesome! That's, that's pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing! At least she'll not suck her microphone in. <laughs> no, but Bella <Bethel laughs> wants to name him Harry anyway. No, you don't. You're not going to name that kid Harry. You're a. We're actually. Okay, uh, this I is love not, Harry's a great. Hold name. on, hold on. Yeah. This has not been cleared by everyone else to be in, but um, we actually are having a really hard time naming this kid. Okay, really anymore because okay, Jackson Danger. We set the bar kind of high yeah, with that did. one. Um, we've been going through Henry, Harry, Hank, Champion, 
Chip. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Champion. So I'm, I'm going to throw Chip. it down. I'm going to throw it down because I think people are like, oh, it's just a Twitter game. We're having problems with this. If someone can come up with a name, first and middle, that we like and use, I will personally pay for $150 worth of stuff from the BN store. Okay. What about Harrison? Then we can call him Harry. No, no, no. How about Listen, Harry and Listen, the Half Black Prince? Stop it, both of you. You can't have Jack and Harry. You just can't do it. We're trying to go for old names. You have to. Don't. <laughs> What's Why? I don't understand. Stop doing What's that. What's the problem? It's not? not good. You My can't gra- have Jack and Harry. My grandfather's middle name was Weston. Put them together. Harrison Weston. Jack is fine on its own. Okay. Harry, okay on its own. No, you can't have Jack and Harry. What are you two? The fucking Golden Girls? You can't have <laughs> Jack and Harry. Well, then, then you're then you're the 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 jerk off boys. You're Jack and Harry, okay. right? Like uh, that sounds real gay. Okay, you can't got, do it. I got two things. Second of all, wait, just one second. <laughs> I'm entirely disappointed in the BN Army for yeah. tonight's Twitter game As because it was nothing but but racism and ridiculousness. We couldn't get one decent name for our friend Terrence's baby. But yeah. I did like the half black print. That was the best of them all. I wrote it down. Okay, as a finalist. <laughs> two things. Oh, that gets in my. This vote. is only your second kid. Yeah, Wait till number five. You will no have any names. But uh, the other thing is, you will no have any names. Jack, you will not Harry, have, Bob, no, no. Fred. Just, okay, the first one's name. Ted, Jack Bill, Jackson. Yeah. <clears throat> Just stick with presidents' names. And oh. Go from there. Uli- Obama. Yeah. Obama Green. <laughs> there we go. All <laughs> right. What about Ulysses? Yeah. Well, well, then you can't trust anything that kid would I say. I guess you could name a Mitt. That might happen. Oh, it's not happen. <laughs> uh, what about like a progressive black name like like Jolanda or <laughs> Oh, yeah. Black it up with this one. Why not? Like that. Why not Jeterrence? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> traditional. I'm going to Google traditional African names for oh. him. What about just Sam? Sam's a good friend of yours. You can just Sam. Well, and he's, prob- out there and he's probably the dad, so. <laughs> no, because they actually saw the penis on the thing, so it's definitely oh. not Sam's. Rude. I don't know. I was I was equally against Abigail as I am against Harry. And Abigail ended up being a great name, as you have said. It fits that child perfectly. But, but ac- actually, Harrison is the president's and name. Harrison's it'll great. Be Harrison. He's called Harry. It's, Harry. it's, a, it's yeah. the president's name. Perfect. Still get a job. How about Akachi? You've always dreamed about having a kid named Harry. Akachi means the hand of God. Harry's a Harry's a kick-ass How about Lincoln? school name, man. Lincoln, Lincoln is good as well. He helped us out. Lincoln's all right. And yeah. the president's name. He helped us yeah. out. It's going to be a geek. He was just pandering <laughs> for votes. He wasn't helping anybody. <laughs> Percy, Lincoln, those yeah. are not... You're going right. to end I, up with... It's a good I point. I personally am... Grover? Grover. I am fully behind Harry Ninja. Or a Muppet. Yes. I didn't want to say Cleveland. I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland. How about <laughs> Martinez? Chibuzi. Chibuzi? Chibuzi means God is king in Ingvo. Or Chibuki is God is strength. Didn't someone say Toby in, on, on, on the roof's No, work. but I vote uh, for it. Kunta Kinte? That might I'll tell you what, here. I don't care what your baby's name is, I'm calling him Chibuzi. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's a fantastic yeah. name. We threw Buster out there as well. But then as soon as we said that, someone said it should be called Buster Hyman Green. Hyman. <laughs> oh, God. Hyman. Jaime. Chaboozy. Jaime, some corduroy today would look good on you. <laughs> yeah. How J- about... JP, Ch- can you be in the running for your own game? Can I write down Chaboozy? <laughs> you can, sure. Or there's also Chukwamukka, which means God has done something great. No. Chukwamukka. Chuck. Chuck. 
Why not? Hey, go for Harry. We haven't Might even well gotten to Chuck. Yeah. Then it would be called. Then your then your your boys would be called Jack and Chuck, and that's not <laughs> normal. That's not healthy. It's better than Jack and Harry. No Harry. I put my foot down. I for, oh, it's wow. going to be Harry. Probably. I Harry's forbid great. you. Harry Ninja. Harry Ninja. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the real. most rate. That's super racial. Racial. How's that racist? Jack's in a little bit danger. They can't give the kid like. Harry Austin. You why don't would know you, that Ninja why would is the middle name be Ninja? We're trying to think of a good middle name. Yeah, yeah, Ninja is great. And he's half black. You Harris. don't know the secret Ninja code what? for blacks is ninjas? You don't know that? Ninja, please. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just call him like uh, Sambo or some shit then. Jesus, dude. Yeah. By the way, you haven't thought of a good middle name yet. I'm no. A, I'm a caution. Yeah, Danger wasn't even that good. It was funny, but it's not good. <laughs> it's a great middle name. All right. All right. Here's our finalists for uh, Name Terrence's Baby. Baby the Black. I did, I did like it. Porter. <laughs> uh, Terrence the Younger. Uh, the Half Black Prince. <laughs> and uh, my personal favorite. <laughs> Jabuzi. <Jibuzi. laughs> okay. So which uh, one is it? Well, uh, oh. Well, it's, it's, we're going to yeah. put it out to a vote. Yeah. Our guests in the studio should also vote. Uh, raise your hand uh, <laughs> when you hear the name that you'd like to vote for. Uh, raise your hand if it's Baby the Black. <laughs> no votes. Uh, raise your hand if it's Porter. It's a, yeah, oh, we got uh, three votes for Porter. Uh, Sam down the studio votes for uh, Porter. Okay, that's <laughs> we'll allow. Wow, I think Porter's a winner. Uh, raise your hand if it's uh, Terrence the Younger. One vote for that. Uh, the Half Black Prince. That's uh, three votes. And finally, raise your hand if it's Chabuzi. <laughs> I really wanted the silly, but I'll go with the... Uh, two votes. Chabuzi! It could be Brown Porter. Well, uh, I hope you will consider our winner tonight, which is Porter. Uh, ladies and okay. Oh, middle name. Harrison Porter. I think we just named Terrence's baby. <laughs> wow. He, is, he does Porter have a look Green. on his face like... Uh, that might actually work. Oh, man. All right. Uh, it does, does flow well, doesn't it? That's yeah. fine, but I'm calling him Chibuzi. <laughs> I don't even care. All right. Uh, finally, now let's vote for our Drunk of the Week, and uh, we should be able to wrap up. If I missed anything, Moscow wits. Yes. What? Read what I just sent you. Uh, oh, we have to do a tribute. Uh, that's right. <clears throat> it's important. Let's do our drug of the week real quick. Uh, first, we had Reaver, who had seven pints of 6% beer. Uh, then we had um, uh, Britchards, who drank some things. I'm not sure. 8.5% beers in yeah. 11 hours straight. Uh, finally, we had Jessica from Oklahoma. Blowjob girl. Uh, yeah. Blowjob girl. She had four something or others, a bottle of wine, a supplication, um going to blow her husband. Um, all right, raise your hand if Jessica is the winner sure. of tonight's drunk. There you go. All right, Jessica, congratulations. Unanimous. And, uh, by the way, she I had me I, a blowjob. I think and I also met Jessica at JBF. And pictures. Good-looking young lady. Um, so Good-looking for JBF? She deserves yeah, it. No, JBF has good-looking people. Yeah, JBF has some sluts, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these aren't just brewers. <laughs> these are drinkers. 
Uh, Jessica, send us uh, an email to justin at thebrewingnetwork.com and uh, we'll forward it along. I need your address and JP will send you a Drunk of the Week prize pack. Hell uh, yeah. Give me your shirt size too, baby girl. For your victory today. Okay, and uh, real quick, um, you know, we need to do the and then I for, forgive me for uh, having to switch gears just a little bit, but we did have a listener a long time yeah. ago. Uh, he was a young man who uh, called in uh, to the show, uh, I believe beginning at age uh, 16. He was I think calling. He was 15 even. Yeah. He might have been yeah. 15 also. Uh, yeah, it might have been 15. Yeah. Uh, Meister of Puppets was his handle in the chat room. And he used to call in and he had an extreme passion uh, for beer. Uh, he always used to uh, call in and just genuinely asked questions about beer. We made fun of him a whole bunch because we thought, wow, here's this young home brewer and he can't even drink the beer. Apparently his parents uh, used to encourage his passion for brewing and allow him to homebrew. And, um, you know, he called in for, a, a, you know, over a few month period of time and he was very active in our chat room and yeah. in our forum. And um, I got Bub on the line too. I know he used to interact with Bub a little bit. I'm not sure if he wants to say a few things about uh, Meister of Puppets too. Hey, Bub. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call and you know, uh, you know, give a little remembrance for this guy. I got a little more information uh, on what happened, um, and it, it seems. Well, do you want to? Uh, yep. He didn't really say what happened, um, Meister. He, uh, last week sometime, or the week before, I'm not really week sure. Week before, I think. The week before, he, um, he committed suicide, uh, outside his fraternity. And he was on a brewing, uh, track, uh, learning to, to be a brewer, and apparently pretty good, and if I'm not mistaken, has won some, uh, medals from, uh, homebrew competitions and stuff like that. Um, and it, it looks like, from all that we can gather, um, it might have been a medication issue. He started uh, some new medication recently for a sleep disorder, and nobody saw any signs before any of that. So, I, I thought that the the latest message from his mother was that it was a bad reaction to said medication. Yeah, that's that's what they're thinking. Nobody knows for sure. You know, you can never really get that out of him. But he had just started that medication. So that might not uh, be suicide, is what I'm getting at. Oh no no he he he, pulled the he shot himself in the in the face. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he took yeah. the. Pill. Yeah. Oh, all right. No no Got no it. no okay. no no. He wanted to pull the. Thank trigger. you. That's, all right. That's the the sedative. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, um. Now he did it, uh, but you know where his mind was at the time is uh, is suspect, especially uh, according to this. And everybody who was around him said he you know he wasn't depressive at all. So right. Um, <clears throat> It's a sad state of affairs. I've um, I've kind of led uh, the BN a little bit, you know, with you guys' help, uh, getting some money towards his family. His family's uh, is doing good. They don't they don't need money for themselves. Apparently, they're going to take a break, and then they're going to get uh, with Justin and, and myself and and whoever's involved with this, and we're, uh, they're going to start. Uh, she specifically mentioned the Brewing Network in his obituary. Mm. Um, so. So they're going to get together and probably try and do some sort of brewing scholarship. Okay, I've that's awesome. A, I've also dropped a couple of dollars towards the suicide prevention hotline. Not that it would necessarily matter in this case, but uh, obviously not now. <laughs> it's a little bit late. <coughs> but, uh, you know, maybe you guys, you know, thinking about that might want to do that too. Okay. Uh, anybody who's out there listening. 
All right, and so uh, it sounds like uh, the, the folks are going to set up a, a brewing scholarship fund, which uh, we've done before for some other folks, uh, you know, through Chad's family on here before, too. I always think it's a great idea. Well, and it, It'll be in Meister's honor and uh, a good way to send another young person to brewing school uh, for the same passion that Meister had. Well, and Meister, if you remember, he won the, the one in, in Chad's brother's name. Oh, he did. So oh, he yeah. won, and and he he yeah. So okay. he, he won a thing. So it, it's even just kind of more of a of a, of a nice you know of everything a return comes full circle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear this news. You know, we didn't know Meister very well, so I'm not going to yeah. presume to to say things about a man that I, I didn't know well. But I know that he was well respected in our community, and uh, you know, I did get the impression that he was wise beyond his years, and that's what all the comments seemed to be saying. He was a very smart kid with a lot of direction, and it's very unfortunate that it ended up this way if you listen back to some of the old shows uh you'll actually hear a lot of terrible jokes and a lot of awesome <laughs> phone calls uh yeah. from meister the terrible jokes of course are always on our part and the nice calls are on his part and um it was nice to have him as a part of our community and we didn't want to let this go by without mentioning that he was a part of the brewing network history and we're quite sorry to see him go and i know that a bunch of the people on the forum and in the chat, just like Bub, uh, who are even in more direct contact with him, um, are even more disappointed to see this happen. So yeah. um, to the Meister family, uh, we say sorry. And to Meister, uh, we pour a little out for you, brother. He was very little brother-like. You yeah. know, he was like uh, you know the little brother that you pick on because you like the dude. Yeah. You know, and he would always laugh and roll with the punches. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's too bad. He didn't call so much anymore, but he was very busy with politics is local politics and right. his frat he was very in touch with them and and brewing and he was real excited about all that kind of nonsense so um he's like it was too bad but it you know it's it's um yeah it's disappointing he was a good kid i liked him he was like bub in the little brother sense except not an asshole right well and he was he was a better looking and didn't wear a dress yeah yeah so are we right on all that bub uh he might have wore a dress okay <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. true we don't know that for sure You're but right. the rest of that yeah oh, completely true yeah. Well, Bub, uh, and by the way, Bub's the one who's been keeping us up uh, on this and was the first one to notify us, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that very much. He's going to communicate with the family about the scholarship fund, and we'll let you know about all that. And uh, once again, Meister, we'll miss you, brother. And Bub, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. All right, dude. So there you have it. Uh, never a nice thing to have to do, but we think that the man uh, deserved a little respect on our show because he called in and oh, he yeah. was a cool. And you know what? That is unique in the Brewing Network history to have a 15 year old passionate about brewing. Like, kid really yeah. cared about brewing to call in and uh, do some uh, homebrew talk with us. So. Died before he was 21. Yeah. Which is uh, horrible. Right. But uh, good kid. Good while lasted. All right. Well, hey, Dan. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> That's what we do, Dan. We bring it up, up, and then just take them down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Meister. We'll miss you. Um, we, let's wrap things up. We'll be back next week, but it'll be a Monday show. Dan is now officially christened a Studio Double D, mm-hmm. so we are back in action here. Oh, it, it's full on now. Right. Now when things screw up, we can't blame it on being new. We're officially christened, Dan. Um, oh, that's what we have. I just have one more thing. Mm. Um, Beverly, the producer... Is wondering about uh, Stump the Brewer. Uh, oh. Is there Thai food here? We don't have Thai food yet. Oh, then we might as well Stump the Brewer. Triple eight four zero one beer. Got an unbusy phone. Here, I got a question. When will Thai food be delivered? <laughs> In three minutes, I hope. <laughs> if they understood correctly. Yeah, or address, it's, or it's flag them down, or oh. it's Martinez, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll get that right to you." 
And then Tuesday. Yeah, but, but then and again, then nothing ever happens. But Dan can smell it for a couple of blocks. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, we should make sure that the front door is unlocked, Moscow, so they can get in. And how about just call the number on the menu down there and see where our food is real quick, if Let's you don't mind. And, and yeah. do it in an angry Asian accent. Yeah. One my phone. Hero. Ask if they're You come now. Did we order the Thai food from Sign Solutions, uh, Dan? From Thai Solutions. <laughs> Well, I think Dan doesn't want to play Stump the Brewer because he just walked out of the studio. Oh. Dan, Dan. My, ne- my nephew no, needs looking. life advice if we can call him. Why is he about to kill himself? <laughs> no. Don't, don't pull the trigger. What's wrong with your nephew? I don't know. Too soon. He goes, I would call. Maybe I should call and get advice. I'm like, I don't, On what? I don't have no idea. He gets real angry. Is and, he drunk? Uh, he might be drunk. I don't know. How old is he? Probably not. You're as random as him saying that to you right Yeah, I don't now. really know. I just thought I'd bring it up. Yeah. Hey, call for abuse hour. Somebody calls and they're like, hey, I'm JP's cousin. I'm going to hang up on them. Uh, I figured you would just like gloss over it. I didn't feel like you would actually stick with me. And like, you know, I figured it would just oh, be It was like, a bit of a random comment. Yeah. I, mean, I had to fin- figure out what was happening. Have you met me? <laughs> Should we do an advice show on the session uh, next week? We'll just do a full three hours of advice. Because look at look how well we're all doing. Yeah. And uh, well, I feel like if we were to give out advice, we could really <laughs> spread the love. You well, did give out advice. You said make friends with people that are smarter and richer than you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, More rich. How many people here are in therapy, and then we should just spread it around a little? <laughs> well, there's three of it. Terrence, are you in therapy yet? No, not anymore. No, no, he, but no, he, had been. he gives therapy. <laughs> he gives therapy now. Beaver needs some. Th- Bevo, you haven't done the therapist. No, I yet. totally need some though. Yeah, yeah you do. I actually was looking therapy. into it to see if my insurance would pay for it. It won't. Bastards. Trust right. me. They don't really tell you anything. If you meet any of Bevo's relatives, like her cousins and stuff, their eyes are all far apart. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> what are they English? They might you be. Can, you can tell they need therapy. Well, it's fine until they start going on like either side of their head. Yeah, therapy can't cure genetics. Therapy can't cure anything. You know, you know, but it might be able to if your genetics are are extremely close together. But, but, is what I'm getting at. But you know, but you know, laws can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Look at a 22 in the back of the year. All right. Well, I guess we'll get out of here. All uh, right. Great. No stump the brewer. Uh, right. Hopefully, our Thai food that. will uh, yeah, show up done. at a reasonable time. And right. um, JP, quick cousin, there, really quick. You got some plugs for us, Jip? I, uh, yes, I do. I'm ready. I like that, JP, <laughs> at the end of the show, it's like a new ending every time. I'm ready right now. <laughs> you didn't give him the signal. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait I'm for ready. It. I They're up. I'm ready to go. I just It was a shocker because I was like laid back, all sprawled, spread eagle, yeah. like I do at my house. Wait for the drop. All nude, lounging on pillows. All right, it's a Monday show next week, and uh, who's our, who's our guest? I think it's Peace, Peace Tree. Tree. Yeah, they're out of uh, like Des Moines, Iowa. Near Des Moines, near, near Des Moines, Boing Boing. Des Moines. It's very hippie, very hippie brewery. Peace Tree Brewing Company. <laughs> Can we help you? <laughs> you know what? How may I direct your call? I think they need to, to name Terrence's baby. Oh, are you calling for Occupy IPA? No, actually, we want a, we want a name for Terrence's baby. <laughs> We'd like to name Terrence. We're making fun of them before they're even here. It's a new low. Up uh, for free wheat. Is this peace, free, free wheat? Is this Peace Tree Brewing? We'd like. We'd also like to uh, put in our name in the hat for Terrence's baby. Um, I'd like you to try our porter. It's called Nog Champa Porter. <laughs> Can we call his baby Velvet Love? Before you eat this hamburger that's all organic, we need to align your chakra. Obama 2012 Occupy. Peace be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. If you waste time on Twitter, check out Major Jip for an insight into an eroding psyche. Also, Scott the Jew has some art for sale. Follow him at Moscow Paint for slim to no info on the subject. For some good beer inside and homebrew info, follow Nate at Nathan Homebrew and Mike Yep 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 McDole at Tasty McD. Check out the Brewing Network store for all the latest BN merch, including our two new BN Army hats and t-shirts. And be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook and Twitter. Don't scuff the Puma, son! Yeah, yeah, yeah.